<laughs> I love Johnny legitimize it though. He's like, no, I mean, I really would, but I got work. <laughs> That's the best response actually. And those times whenever you're just like, you just yeah. say things like, he's like, no, let's do something crazy. I totally would, but I've got responsibilities. <laughs> oh, That's the man. best. All right, listeners, welcome back to another exciting episode of Long Winded Spiel. I did it again. He always does that. <laughs> so <laughs> sneaky. Um, so uh, it's uh, August seventeenth, uh, August sixteenth. Uh, it's a Wednesday, and um, I will Freudian be, slip there. That's right, sir. Um, I will um, be releasing this episode, the thirtieth episode of Long Winded Spiel, on tomorrow, which is my thirtieth um, birthday. This this episode will be properly entitled Dirty Thirty for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you guys saw that coming. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so um, uh, going to the episode. This has been uh, this has been a little bit of a buildup. Uh, uh, Michael and myself have been talking about this episode for like what the last three four weeks now. Yeah, uh, we did the math. You know, yeah. we, we did our research. Mm-hmm. And then, our due diligence. Uh, exactly. And then uh, we figured out that uh, this episode would be uh, recorded the day before my birthday. So it's just kind of funny how that worked out, and I'm taking mm-hmm. it as a sign. So uh, the only way, um, the only appropriate way to uh, record an, uh, uh, the fucking 30th episode of Long Winded Spiel is uh, by having some of my closest friends uh, alongside me. And I'm, it's a little bit of a, an emotional moment for me, guys, so I'm going to be honest with you. I'm sorry, dude. I'm, no, like, I'm getting all, all weird here. Yeah. <laughs> I am, dude. Like, the we entire time. seven songs in order yeah, to like, dude, hype up to it. Oh, dude, I've been like, I, I'm going to be honest. Like, One more song. Yeah, I know. Right? No, Dirk to, turned away to wipe yeah, a tear dude, from his eye. I really was, man. I'm almost ready. <laughs> I'm almost there. I was trying to prolong this whole thing because I realized at the moment I hit record, like that's like almost like the countdown. Like that's that's where that's where it's going. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna go down this road. and I'm gonna hit this this milestone of um, 30 years old. I don't know, man. It's just kind of like a really weird moment for me right now. So, um, anyways, um, captured forever too. That's the awesome dude. Part. That's yeah. the best part that's about it, really man. Cool. I'm like getting all emotional over here, dude. So I'm trying to like keep this shit, you know, kind of manly. <laughs> what a time! Don't what cry, time Derek. It's very manly. Don't cry. Um, anyway, so um, yeah, once again, uh, DLR Derek Lee Ramsey here, as always. Mike G here. That's right. We have uh, some uh, a reoccurring guest, uh, Mr. Matt Roadhouse Rodick is back once what again. Up? Uh, Joshua Davis is here. How are you guys? And then for the first time on Long Winded Spiel, finally got our boy, Jonathan J6 Andrade. Hello. Good to be here. Yeah, dude, finally. (laughs) Finally, dude. Finally got you on, dude. It's been a long time coming. Um, I mean, we've been doing this for almost a year now. Right? Yeah, I think a little yeah, over a year. A little over a year, and I've I've never uh, captured yeah. J6, and we finally got him here. So thanks again for joining, dude. And, oh, for sure. And I love that you joined me on this episode, man. Like again, like hey, I said, what's the, the, what the significance? Of yeah, that? dude. Like, I'm like, telling my boss, and yeah. hopefully, if I can help dude, me go. I do appreciate it, man. Like uh, the uh, the only person, uh, the only two people missing right now would be um, Crystal Johnson and uh, Trevor Barnes. Trevor yeah. actually hit me up 15 minutes ago saying that. He's an hour and forty-five, uh, an hour and forty-five minutes out. So he'll be showing up around the time that we wrap up. But either way, I get to hang out with the guy. So or we just try to keep it going. <laughs> or we try to keep it going, man. We could, you know. What's up, motherfuckers? I wouldn't mind either way, dude. At but, that um, point, it might be a little slurry. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah. Um, so, listeners, we are enjoying some uh, some adult beverages here. Uh, we have a few beers from Pizza Port Brewery, based out of San Diego, I believe, right? Yeah. Based yeah. out of San Diego. Um, yeah. So uh, we got some free beer. Got some more beer in the fridge. Surrounded by great people. I got my dog on my side here. Um, I'm in a good place, dude. So thanks again, guys, for coming out. I do yeah. appreciate yeah. it. But either way, man, let's get this going, dude. Awesome. So, uh, so yeah, man, I, I really I didn't have a plan so, to talk about anything. It was just more like, let's just come on. Let's just have, I mean, we always have good conversations. So I figured, yeah. you know, like that, that wouldn't be an issue. 
I know Michael mentioned something about. Um, I have some questions. For yes, him. questions. He whips out his notebook. Yeah, yeah. filled with questions. It's not filled. I mean, I you know, <laughs> I've got a page. Uh, a full page. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just gonna jump right in. Uh, this this whole thing is gonna be about basically Derek's twenties. Uh, this whole podcast is generally going to be about that. I had a little time to prepare, so I wrote down a couple of questions. Uh, to start off with, Derek, uh, what would you say is your favorite memory of your 20s? Man, that's a fucking, that's a tough one there. Um, yeah, we're, we're throwing, you know what, I, I, we're throwing yeah. fastballs here. Yeah, that's it's a decade's worth of information. That's a good one. I told you, I told you to be... Uh, <laughs> Shit, that's really tough, man. I, I I can't say I have a favorite memory, but I can list off a couple just to make it quick. Um, I'll go top three. Top, top three. Um, uh, the, the the fucking Balch Park uh, camping experience with you yeah, guys on my twenty sixth yeah. birthday, I think it was. Yeah, right? yeah. And we all went out. You, uh, you, Lynn. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, sorry. You. They don't fucking know who I'm talking about. Jonathan, <laughs> uh, Johnny yeah, twenty six, uh, Joshua Davis, um, uh, uh, Johnny's wife, uh, uh, Lynn. <laughs> Um, who else was there? Billy was there. Trevor was Billy, there. You Miranda were there. Was there. Mike Miranda Mike was Miranda. there. Yeah. It was. It was a great. Has Mike Miranda group. been on this show? He has. He has. He was. Yeah. Like, it was like on the fourth, nice. fifth episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely yeah. one of my favorite memories. That was one of my favorite birthdays. Actually, to be honest with you, it was like one of my all-time favorite birthdays. We talk about memories that were created on that trip. Yeah. Often. Often, for yeah. sure. Um, like that time that uh, we had um, some. Uh, not prescription medication uh, <laughs> handing around and then Billy decided just to pop one and go to bed. <laughs> I won't say what it was, or, but that shit was pretty yeah. funny. We still talk about that to this day. Um, I'll never forget. That's the, first time, mm-hmm. that's the first time I've ever seen someone like, so I am not a professional smoker like the champs that are in my presence right now. Uh, this is Josh, by the way. Um, uh, as I'm sure everyone knows that this is, uh, uh, you know, from Matt, Mike, and Derek, these are some seasoned veterans of, uh, the, uh, cannabis archives and J6 is no stranger to it either. But, um, I remember the first time when we went to Balsh Park, which is an, if you guys ever get a chance to go there for any kind of camping adventure, you get an amazing experience. Like we were right near a little body of water to a camp. We were throwing axes at redwood trees. It's just an insane, insane. We lost it for a second. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, um, uh, the, uh, the crazy thing was I've, I've, you know, never seen anyone, an experienced weed veteran take a rip from a bong and then throw up directly afterwards. And your birthday boy, I remember looking over and this dude takes a, Huge rip, and I'm just like, oh my god, I think I think my new friend's gonna die. I think he's dead now. And he got so blazed, but threw up right after he took oh, this yeah, rip, dude. like just coughing yeah. so hard. I was like, oh my god, like like the, he's subjecting himself to some torture right now. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Sure, dude, that was uh, that was an intense moment, and the yeah. high that that followed that was fucking <laughs> yeah. almost unbearable. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I was like, my god, why did I do that? But you know, it was my birthday, and I forget who was hyping me up. Might have been Billy. Uh, Billy most likely. Most likely. Yeah, I wasn't there. It was Billy. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Billy's pretty good at that. Matt Rodick has coined a term that I often think about. This is years ago that Matt Rodick said to me one time. He's like. Y'all want to get uncomfortably high tonight? <laughs> that is my one of my favorite things I've ever heard. And I'm just like, and and for me, who doesn't smoke a lot, that is pretty easy actually uh-huh. now, you know what I mean? Like hanging out with a group of killers. Yeah, for sure. But it's just like, dude, like it is what I that is the only definition I could probably come up for what Derek had to be experiencing oh, at dude, that time. Like pretty bad, I was man. uncomfortably high. Yeah, it was pretty bad, dude. It was pretty oh. bad. 
think you were prepping though. Remember, yeah, that? Billy yeah, yeah. made that turkey on the fucking barbecue. I remember that. It was bacon wrapped. Bacon, 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 bacon wrapped on a barbecued trip. turkey with nothing around us. Y'all, I've been on a million camping trips. They bought poultry to this camping trip, and I was thinking these guys are outside their mind. This is insane. You don't bring poultry, like you bring you bring things that are. I'm not trying to get salmonella on this camping trip. And straight up, we put the turkey on ice, bacon wrapped it, barbecued it, and it was one of the best things I've ever tasted. Mike Gilman, what'd you think of it? I was, I was gonna say, if we were going over my twenties, that would be one of my worst memories. Uh, I missed out on that fucking turkey wrapped bacon, bacon wrapped turkey, son of a bitch. You know? Michael had one too many brewskis. I was dehydrated from that hike. That epic hike. All right. I, I gave it 110%. I left it all out on the field. Now you did, buddy. Now you did. Then I... You were in that sleep. You fell asleep in the chair. I went to the... Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was Poor a fun Mike. time, we, we, That was a fun we, time. That was a fun game of... What was it? Seen it or catchphrase or whatever catchphrase. it was? Catchphrase. Oh, man. Yeah. Poor Mike. I was in and out of the, the darkness. Oh. coming like the, All of a sudden, a catchphrase would just land in my lap. And, <laughs> oh, Cleveland Browns. Okay, let's do this. Oh, that's <laughs> the best... The, the reference that you just said. I remember... So, Mike... I'm sure for your <laughs> listeners, they all know Mike is a savage when it comes to sports etiquette, and I am Thank uh, you. all Cleveland, all Cleveland sports franchises. Sorry, and on catch for I know right. J six for those of you who probably don't know because J six is the first time he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and Dodgers <laughs> fan, and every just front running on everything. You know, enemy of all. <laughs> uh, he's the best person. But uh, Mike Gilman, <laughs> Mike Gilman was so torn up on this Bosch Park uh, trip that Drunk. Cleveland Browns uh, came up on catchphrase, oh, God, and all this. I had to do was say, "I said football and me," and Mike Gilman was like, uh, "I don't know, I don't, I, I don't have it, I don't know," and it's like, and you know that. Any, any other time I could look at Mike Gilman and say football and me and be like, oh, Cleveland Browns. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what's going on. And he was so trying. I was like, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not following I'm not following the train that See, you're trying to lay down right now. It's so funny how everybody has a different memory of it because in my head, I was Barry Badgernath and like, I was smooth as silk. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, Cleveland fucking Browns. Give it. Pass it. You know what I mean? Like, I was like saying it, but I probably wasn't as saying much it. No. it, it, it Whenever they're writing the mythos of Mike Gilman, I want them to write that down. I'm going to drink my beer, though. There you go. For sure, man. That was a fun fun trip, though. That was a fun trip. That was a really fun time. That's that's got to be. That's got to be. Another one. one. All right. Another one happened recently, man. Uh, my girlfriend, Brandon Kolua, shout out. Um, she surprised me with a, a skydiving trip, actually. Yes. Yeah. How, how many was, of us have gone skydiving? Has anyone no. else? Never. Never. No. No. Never. Damn, that sounds like a challenge, Josh or Davis. Hey, I've gone. Well, I'm going again, so why don't we do this? I want to make a group thing out of it and go out and do it again. I, I, just, I know that I'm never going to be able to stop doing it. I know that I'm, I'm going to do it. I, I actually, I'm on, on that right now. I'm not ready for that right now. I want to do it. It's It's so like exactly the way you're feeling whenever I did it and they and you talk to somebody that says like oh if you log this many hours and you get to jump, jump by yourself because you have to jump tandem with another person right. like my uh, Facebook profile picture for a long time was from my 24th birthday me and my other uh, good friend Taylor Dacus uh, jumped out of a plane together and like the guy was wearing a GoPro on his wrist 
and there's a picture of my face and the plane in the background. And that was my profile picture for a long time. I remember that. It's yeah. like, oh, that's a super... You're forgetting one minor detail. You were wearing a Superman shirt. Oh, I was wearing shirt. a Superman shirt. <laughs> that's right. That's that's I thought was yeah, very classy. Yeah, yeah. Very so, classy, yeah, had, Very know, classy. Balling with style is exactly. what I was actually doing. <laughs> um, but... Um, it's it's a bug, man. Like Dude, you'll, you'll catch it, so and I, I I I thought if I was more financially inclined, like spend money in that venue, that it, it is so easy. I can mm-hmm. see myself becoming so addicted to that adrenaline mm-hmm. and that like. Free falling is just an amazing it experience. It's so pure. Like it's like, like that. That's actually how I was, I was explaining to the, uh, to certain people. I was like, it's just it's such a pure rush that you really can't put into words. You just can't like just falling and knowing. Just I don't know, like just being up there and just feeling the the cold wind going uh, like blowing across your fa- your face and just seeing Earth come closer and closer and then yeah. I don't know, man, like just the the view alone, you know, because like we're in San Diego and you can see the entire border, you can just see Mexico and you can see the yeah. and you see the ocean and it's just it was a lot to take in, man. It was a lot to take in and like the best part about it was uh, was how she surprised me because uh, she uh, a weeks uh, weeks leading up to it. She said that we're going to San Diego to hang out with her family and just like spend the day out in San Diego. So that's, I was under the impression that we're just going to go out, hang out at the beach, grab some dinner. And then 30 minutes before we got there, she laid it fucking laid it out. Like, actually, we're going to go skydiving for your birthday. My parents actually out in their back home. They're not here in San Diego. So it was just a giant con. And uh, so I tipped my hat to her for that. I was like, yeah. you fucking played oh, me. Good yeah. shit. She's got the you long got game me. figured See, out. She got me for sure. She got me yeah. for sure. She She's got already got the wedding plan and yeah. everything. <laughs> Devious these days. Devious. Yeah. No, so uh, it was uh, It was great though, man. It was, it was a great experience. And then uh, I don't know. Like I just, I just, I had so much fun, dude. It was, it was a great fucking time. Just jumping out of the plane. And like the best part about it, like for me, uh, we were flying up, and I think uh, what made it that much that much better was the uh, the instructors that we had because they seemed like a couple of um, just fun loving sure. adrenaline junkies. You know yeah. what I mean? Because we're going up and we're having this conversation, and the whole time, like from the moment we took off to the moment, like right before we jumped out, the door was open in this plane. Mm-hmm. So our legs are hanging out of the plane while we're climbing up to ten thousand feet. So like that cool. was something that was. And, like, the door's open, and I'm looking at it, and, of course, you know, I'm holding on. I'm like, just in case, we hit some turbulence, <laughs> I fly out of this motherfucker, because I wasn't strapped on to, my, uh, to, the, to the instructor at that right. time. And then he grabs my leg and just forces it outside the plane and just goes, relax. He yells it in my back, and, the, and he yells it in my ear. He just yells out, relax, have fun. And now my leg is just hanging out of this plane, and we're at, at this point, we're, like, at 5,000 feet. Sure. And I'm just like, holy shit, dude, like, yeah. this guy's so fucking cool. He does the exact same thing to Brianna, and he puts his leg out there. So now we're just sitting there hanging out like we're fucking sitting on a curb On the climb? On the climb. Yeah, that's Our legs cool. just hanging out of the plane on the climb. From my experience, that is not what happened with us. Yeah. We, like, closed door, regular plane uh-huh. ride up. So I that's really, really neat. The best part that. about it, though, dude, wasn't even that. The best part about it was, like, well, we're, all, we're having this really good conversation, and then um, I was thinking about dropping the line from Point Break. When dude! He says, I was thinking about doing it, because before <laughs> that, before that, he and I were, uh, we were talking about, like, uh, I, I said, am I going to jump off? Are you going to jump off? He goes, actually, you're going to pull me off. And his buddy goes, yeah, you're going to pull him pretty hard. And he go, and, and then I, I started playing off of that. So we're talking about pulling each other off. Pulling each other and off. And so I was thinking, <laughs> I want to drop the line for point break. Like, are we going to jump out of the plane? Or are we going to sit around and jerk each other off? I wanted to say that. But then, uh, so we're, we're having this really cool conversation. And then, uh, and then the, the instructor yells in my ear, yo, do you want to, you want to see, want to see something cool? And I was like, fuck yeah. He shuts the door. The first time he shut the door, the first and only time he wow. shuts the door, he goes to the pilot, he signal, he does like this hand motion thing and the pilot gives him the thumbs up. And then he asked me to, uh, to hand him the Altoid box that was on the top ceiling. 
So I grab the Altoid box, I hand it to him, and I'm thinking, oh, he's probably going to throw like a mint in his mouth or some shit, or maybe he's going to ask me to take a mint. And then he, but instead, he's holding this <laughs> mint. Again, I'm strapped oh, onto him, right? This I'm strapped onto probably, him. Yeah. He's holding the mint box right in front of me. And then I feel that we start to climb, and then we start to descend just immediately. Right. And I immediately know what's going to happen. Zero gravity yeah. for five seconds, dude. It That's was tight. fucking insane. He lets go of the mint box. It's floating. As, I, as I'm looking at this box float, I realize... I'm floating in midair as well. Wow. Like, we're all just floating. I hear Brianna going, oh, my God. And we're, just, we're just fucking loving it, dude. And we're, we're I mean, zero gravity for about five seconds wow. or so. Right? Dude, and then we what finally, a cool experience. Dude, it was fucking insane. So we finally hit the ground. I'm laughing like a schoolboy. I'm just like, oh, my God. That was incredible. I mean, that alone was worth the trip. I'm being Absolutely. 100% honest. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. And I may, maybe, maybe never will. Like, I don't know. I don't sure. know if I'll ever do that again. But... Doing that and then jumping out of the plane was just the icing on the cake. Like sure. the jumping out of the plane was just the bonus. Experiencing zero gravity yeah. and just seeing what that uh, feeling of being weightless is yeah. like. That'll always be with me, dude. Absolutely. Always be with me. Absolutely. And then we jump out of the fucking plane. Right. And, like that was cool too. <laughs> yeah. And the best part about it is like, as we're jumping, and then you off, experience nothing but gravity. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so, so it was cool, though, man. Like both uh, ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> so, Whoa, I'm weightless. Yeah. Whoa, I'm gonna fall. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was fucking fun, dude. Um, so didn't you say it's like a hundred and? It was 120 miles an yeah, hour. That's how fast falling. you go. And then, when, and then when you shit. pull the chute, you're going like 35 miles an hour. All right. So, um, so he has his coconut water that he's drinking in this plastic bottle, and the whole time he's holding it, I'm thinking, okay, he's just gonna let it go. And we actually <laughs> jump out of the plane, and he's still holding on to this empty plastic bottle, right? And I'm thinking. I fucking hope you don't need both hands, dude. Like, yeah. you know, like, fucking, I don't know what's going on here. So as we're free-falling, I'm thinking, I completely forgot about the bottle. I'm just having fun. He pulls a chute. We're floating. And then he, uh, as we pull the chute, uh, he, 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 t- he signals me, like, look up. And I look up, and I see my girlfriend, like a small speck in the sky, just free-falling, which is really cool. I got to see that. Mm-hmm. And then the best yeah. part about it is um, as I realize he's still holding on to this plastic bottle. Yeah. And I'm thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, yeah. why is he holding on to this plastic After bottle? After you've pulled your chute. After we pulled the chute. You've, you've looked up and seen I've looked Brianna. up. I saw Brianna falling. We're, at this point, we're just like, you know, slowly fucking floating in the, mm-hmm. on, on, you know, like. Uh, falling uh, into San Diego. Falling into San Diego. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like 35 know, miles an hour, though, it's right? It's kind of, yeah, we're going kind of falling fast. Style. So, uh, so he says, yo, do you want to play a game? And of course, at this point, I'm hyped up, right? I'm like, let's do it. And he, uh, this is when the, the bottle ends up coming out. He said, listen, we're, we're going to be falling at the same rate that this is going to be falling. I'm going to let go of the bottle. I'm going to circle around and you try to catch it out of midair. I'm like, let's fucking do it. <laughs> what? I was like, let's Dude, do it. He lets go Damn. of the bottle. We circle around like two or three times every time we miss, right? We're like, we're fucking like, sh- I mean, it's not even close to us, right? It's not yeah. even close to us. On the last turn, he literally said, this is the last one, man. After this, we got to start heading back towards like where, where we're right. supposed to land. So we're going over, dude, and this bottle's coming right for us. And I'm thinking, I got this motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> the bottle whizzes right by my left side. I reach my hand out. The bottle slaps my palm, and I'm not able to fucking close my Damn. hand fast enough to catch it. Slaps right off, flies away, and then we both start laughing like, fuck, we missed it. We missed it. <laughs> we finally land, and then he said, yo, man, I just want to say, like, I've gone with less competent people, and I've actually put it in their chest. And they couldn't catch it. So you've been the closest to almost catch it that I've, wow. I've ever, I've ever, I've ever gone with. Wow. And I was like, dude, how many people have actually caught it? He said, no one's ever caught it. Wow. No one's ever caught it. And I was like, I mean, that's a ridiculous task. Yeah, for sure. It's so fucking hard. And then like, uh, it's like a, hitting a bullet with a bullet. You can see Michael over here thinking. You can see Michael over here thinking. Like, I can probably catch this shit. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So the way he took care of him. Yeah. So. 
Yes. Yeah, so the way he compared it was, uh, he said it's like it's J6 like six is the person car. that should go because yeah, J six has sure. amazing hands Dude, too. Dude, hand eye coordination's on point. With oh this guy. man, I would never yeah. come out of playing uh, works. <laughs> 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 if it's a broken plane, we got a conversation. <laughs> got <that> about it. <laughs> like we have to jump. If we got it. You wouldn't do it. No, Why not? Oh, man, I'm so okay. afraid of heights. Uh, we would be the so best. I'm like, afraid of heights. Jumping but, uh, team. Sorry. We're on the so second floor right now, and I'm uncomfortable. No, it's it's good. Oh, we're good. No worries. Yeah. Oh. So like the, uh, the so you wouldn't even you wouldn't if, do what, it? what if it was hundred no. uh, percent never never. No. Damn, never, never, no never, 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 ever? <laughs> never. For those of you that don't understand the reference, J Six is the kind of guy uh, that I mean, we're all pretty athletic people, but J Six is the kind of dude that will do things hand-eye coordination wise. Where it's like J Six might not be the strongest or fastest dude, but in terms of like just like throwing things in the air and then just like making ridiculous catches or like throwing a frisbee in the weirdest possible way when we're playing ultimate frisbee or making the weirdest catch that there's no way that he should be able to make. He is that the is that that's the that's the <laughs> reference that we're trying to throw out. So if there's one person that should probably be able to catch the bottle, it's probably J Six. <laughs> and so it's a travesty that he won't no. jump out of this damn plane right we'll now. Yo, we'll we'll never, he just no, has we'll to never. wake up in the plane. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> we're gonna chloroform Johnny. Go, On Johnny's 30th right. birthday, we chloroform him, we Not take him 30,000 feet in the air. There's no pilot, we're alive. The pilot's <laughs> We bought this plane, it's crashing. <laughs> it's an investment, bro, but we're doing it for you. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> Just as competitive as I am as to wanting to catch the bottle, now I want to find a way to get Johnny to jump. <laughs> no, never. Dude, I'm, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> The I'm initial, gonna, the, the initial drop is. We're sorry for what's going to happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's happening. Oh, I'm so sorry. So we're, we are so future us is so sorry for what's gonna happen. What if uh, well, uh we got we gotta talk to you. We gotta get one involved. To to we gotta get the You can have her. I love her till death do us part. Hopefully she doesn't die on the way down. I don't know. See if she comes down safely. That's funny, dude. That's so fucking funny. Uh, don't kill my wife. <laughs> That's all I ask. I need her for things. Oh, yeah, man. I want a rematch on that bottle, though, dude. I want to oh, fucking... I'm man. sure I can catch it. I'm sure... I'm almost 100% sure. It today. was a little bit more of an angle. I think I would have gotten dude, it. But yeah. I bet you we could learn to play catch with it. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously. Dude, the challenges are just It's so infinite, fucking tough. You know? Just yeah. don't die every time. That's, no, that's, for sure. that's it. That's What's it. really interesting to me is that an empty bottle travels approximately the same crazy. as a human... So a human body... Like I, I can't remember the equation because I've been out of my mouth. Class is too long. Was the cap on the bottle? I think the cap was on. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, you're talking about on. a you're talking about a hollow object. A little 12 ounce plastic bottle yeah. was falling at the same rate that we were falling while we had, well, a, had parachute a, out. a parachute out. Yeah, but parachute. there's two people, so there's two people strapped to this. Sure. Obviously, there's a little bit more. I'm weight. trying to remember what the equation right. was, but there's an equation for how fast things travel. So their the density, their density. For like with gravity, gravity something about their sh- like. I was the- under the impression that all things fall at the same mm-hmm. rate, right? Yeah. Uh, as far as I'm, am I if wrong? Drop, obviously, if, if obviously, they drop at the exact. The timing is exactly the same, right? Like if yeah. I drop obviously, two, two not though. A like different what, weight. So, but obviously not. Like what you're uh-huh. discussing right now is like so if because you fell, you and your tandem yeah. fell at 120 miles per hour. Yes. The weight resist, like the weight that is indicative in this in this little twelve ounce empty mm-hmm. canister, traveled much slower because That's you're true. you Wait. with a parachute mm-hmm. is traveling at thirty five miles per That's hour. That's a good point. So like you would not have fallen at the same rate mm-hmm. if That's you. That's a good point. So That's a good point. I, I, I'm trying to remember. Up? 
trying to. Okay, I'm trying cool. to remember what the equation is, but there's an yeah. equation that I remember very specifically because it in school because I found it so it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the idea and things increase in speed, right? Like mm-hmm. things with as the, as like you know like as momentum continues with you know. Uh, barring like wind resistance, like holding you back, like gravity will increase your speed as you keep on you. going. You know what I mean? It's also I, I, I think also, there's a terminal velocity, like yeah. which means like it's fast as you can possibly go. I but gotcha. like I, I think that there is uh, a terminal velocity that you can reach. Maybe that's why, like they say, about 120 for like because that's what they told me as well. When I, I got you. If we can break that, though. No, I, <laughs> I think that, I think we straight up break it. He just yeah. dived down. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy that jumped out, like the Red Bull guy that jumped out of like, like he jumped out of the stratosphere. Yeah. You're aware of this? Yeah, yeah. So no, I've seen yeah. this video. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so like he jumped out of the stratosphere, and I think that he was that's traveling somewhere enormous. in the neighborhood, like 200 yeah. miles per hour. Yeah, that's so crazy. Imagine. Yeah. Let's do it. Wait, he landed in a net. He didn't take a parachute. He just dove by himself, and then this net Like a giant net. In Simi. Shit, dude. Like In Simi Valley? Yeah. As in like half an hour north of here? Yeah. That's jumped yeah, out and then you just crazy. see him going and he's practicing his like turnaround because he was gonna land on his back. Yeah. And you see him practicing in the air and then he's finally like, okay, you... I'm ready to go. He's like guiding himself to this fucking net, which is I don't know. If you had to guess, maybe two football fields put next to each other. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. From that far out, that's, high, that's a ridiculously insignificant amount there. of distance. Yeah, Turns, lands, catches. So much can go wrong there. Like you can Everything. hear like, a fucking random gust of wind that sends you off two, three feet off. Even the landing right wrong will fuck you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Jeez. If he would have landed, if he no, <laughs> no, no, I'd have to jump out of the plane to try. Like I didn't even like watching it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, it's fucking crazy, man. Either way, dude, I think uh, I know you don't want to do it, Johnny, but at some you should at least consider it. Cause we're just gonna the worst part I've heard is the pulling out. Yeah, dude, actually, I, I, um, I, like I, I do have. A, stiff, I ended up having like a like stiff. some chafing underneath my uh, my yeah, thighs, yeah, and it yeah. definitely caressed my nuts a little Dick's bit harder got, than I would have. Dick's liked. got them thunder thighs. <laughs> I do have the thunder thighs. I thought you were gonna say yeah, thunder man. nuts. I was like, holy shit, that too, though. I got them both. It's made of thunder. It's it's real swampy down there. She calls us dick thunder too. <laughs> was anyone nauseous when they landed? Yeah. I, I was, yeah. I ended up getting a little nauseous. It didn't hit me until after, though. Like we started to drive, and then we stopped at a gas station because Brianna was experiencing it first. And then when I went out to go get the, um, I forget the name of the drug that you get, but um, it's like this little dramamine or something. Dr- exactly, dramamine. Yeah. There you go. Um, uh, so I, I went in the uh, the A and P M to pick that up, and then as I was walking towards it, I felt like everything just kind of shifted to the right because I was oh, just shit. like, oh yeah. shit, my equilibrium was just off for a second. Uh-huh. So that was one thing I wasn't I wasn't expecting. So I uh, so I experienced. I, I kind of have this all the time. Uh, like motion sickness? Motion sickness. Oh, like okay. I, I, I have a hard time like sitting in the back seat if people like, hmm. uh, you know, in Southern California, we have the most amazing canyons and I ride a motorcycle. Uh, and so like, you know, taking the canyons, like when you're in control of something is very awesome. But whenever you're like not in control and you can't really prep for what you're getting ready to do, I always feel like that it creates things a little bit more difficult. But sitting yeah. in the back seat of a car that's traveling through canyons I'm I'm the first one to tell you like I'll like you know. Did that happen with you in Roadhouse once or did did you take Josh on a yeah. on a on a? Oh, that's right. Yeah, but Angel's that, is well, that what you mean? Like yeah, but that was I was in the passenger seat and okay. uh, I, I was okay from that actually. That, we were also racing. Yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, we were. For those of you yeah. that I don't, th- I thought you were just like out there fucking off. No, like, no, no. Oh, Matt Rodick racing no. another car. For those like, of you that yeah. don't know, uh-huh. Matt Rodick is a shark behind the wheel. Uh, I mean, I know he's been on the show before. I hope that he's talked about it. Matt Rodick is one of the few <laughs> people that. 
I like will ride my motorcycle like right next to like we've drove to uh, Vegas and stuff like that. I've goofed around with Matt Rodick in a way on uh-huh. two wheels that I would never goof around with someone that I had any less confidence with. I'm imagining the Kanye video. <laughs> Matt, Matt rode a shark behind the wheel, and I rode in his old, like, what, 98 yeah, E30? 88. 88. Sorry. 88 decade E30. off. 88 E30. Uh, you know, beautiful car that Matt tricked out, like, made it, like, light as hell. and Super had some low to ma- the ground. I remember it being really low to the ground. Amazing, yeah. like, his steering wheel setup and all this stuff. Like, really cool car. Uh, he, he doesn't have it anymore, but uh, I remember meeting him when he was hanging out with this group of people and he was riding and I was like, dude, I would gladly go. And so we went up, um, uh, what's that, uh, what's that stretch called? Wait, 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 the uh, snake. The, the snake. Oh, the snake okay. is the, is like that, that, the real sharp turning, uh, uh, canyon. Just a couple of mile long strip along Mulholland Drive up in Malibu. Oh, yeah. okay. We actually drive by it all the time when we go up there. Yeah. Like, it's a short it's little strip. Amazing. It's fucking beautiful. Yeah. It's like, they shouldn't build roads like that. <laughs> unless they, unless, yeah, yeah. Don't 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 well, beg for they're, don't they're beg calling for. You out, yeah, yeah, oh my they're, god, dude! They're that, calling like, you out. Like Decker Canyon, just yeah. a little bit farther north, dude. Right. Is like that's like a full on racetrack. Right. Yeah. Like there's elevation changes, there's banks left yeah. and right. Like that fucking that road is just gnarly. So dude, I rode in the cool. passenger seat yeah, with dude. Matt when we were first becoming friends. And what a bonding experience! That I've told been. stories, <laughs> still friends. Yeah, I've right. told, because I've of that told, ride. yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, like that's the thing. Like, because of like, that ride, it's like, hey, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Like, oh man, like I, I like Matt quite a bit. You know, what I mean, like, and then like a few, maybe a few months later, go like sit in the passenger seat. And by the way, those are the only two seats in it. Like two freaking cup seats essentially that are in this thing. Um, yeah, and Matt tore it. Up and it's amazing. So that 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 was you know like oh I might have gotten a little banged like you know banged up just from like mm-hmm. a really tough ride like as you expect to go on, but that kind of thing didn't bother me. But like if I were to sit e- even with a great ri- driver like like Matt if Matt were to tear it up through a canyon I was sitting in the back seat or something then I probably right? so this is all to say long story back around to uh, I actually whenever I did my um, plane oh, jump gotcha, yeah gotcha, whenever gotcha. I did my uh, 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 skydiving experience. By the time that I landed, uh, I was actually sick. I actually got sick. So there's a video of me because like these guys kept a GoPro on you. Like that's the only cool thing compared to your experience. My experience was very tame. Like we weren't trying to catch bottles or anything like that. It was like very much just like I yelled. He I was beca- firing guns too, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave you two nine millimeters complimentary. That sounds amazing. Yeah, right. Damn. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I uh, uh, ours was very tame. There, like you know, like the service was. Um, you know the GoPros while you're jumping like on their wrist and That's on their helmet and stuff like that were complimentary. Like that was cool. But I mean, we didn't play any games. We didn't experience any like like you know zero G or anything like that mm-hmm. or uh, zero gravity. Um, but uh, by the time that I landed, the the cool thing was that my guy was very proficient on his shoot. So whenever we jumped out. He was like, um, we essentially did a barrel roll. Like we, there was a time that's cool that we oh, were like when we were pulling. Like he had me pulling on the ropes, and he's like, pull really hard. Like uh, if you can imagine it, listeners. Uh, like you know, like there are two strings you hold on to to like kind of guide yourself whenever you are on a parachute. So like you know, pull it really hard on the left, and so then you go essentially to the right. Your body is swinging like to what your right hand side is. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, yeah. drag. And so then you pull really hard on the right, pull it really hard on the left, and then you pull on both. And like you're essentially, you create like a tunnel for yourself where you and your parachute are like almost like a, 
those uh, those seeds. I don't know if they even have them out here in the West, but in the uh, the Midwest, uh, uh, there's a seed that falls down. Uh, it's a, a swirly. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you it's know, got a little wing on it. Yeah, exactly. It's got a little wing, and it's designed to like catch the wind and spin mm-hmm. farther away to plant more. Uh, so that's what Dude. essentially you're doing. Can't remember what it's called. Yeah. Um, what that seed is called, that's or exactly. what that tree is. Uh, and so that's what we were doing. And by the end of the experience, I was like, man, this is amazing, but I feel like kind of nauseous right now. Mm-hmm. So we land on the GoPro. Uh, this guy like is like, how was it? I was like, it was awesome. I detached myself from the, from the harness for like, because we were jumping tandem. I take two steps. It was great. He's recording. Give him a thumbs up. <laughs> Throw up. Yeah. Huh? They cut it out though, right? The... No, no, it's still in there. I sent the video to my mom, like you know, like of me jumping out and I oh, yell. Gotcha. So like my instead of saying any kind of like line from uh, point, uh, break. point break, I say uh, yippee kaye. Hey. I yelled yippee kaye, motherfucker, and like you know I'm dry, Jump jumping out, out and um, and uh, so that was really cool. That's cool, man. Yeah, I mean it sucks that you got sick though. I mean I, I'm going to take away from the experience. Though. No, I, mean, I, I, I would I would do it's it all. Much again. better that you threw up on the ground as opposed to you know midair. You're just like, well, he Wah. says that he. That I was like, I was like, I'm, before. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, I'm really sorry. Him? He's right behind you. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> threw up on him. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, I guess that a lot of times threw up. On him. Well, you know, like so, like usually the people he says that he's had some people that like throw it to the side, which is like really rude because like he's got to then like. Freaking Muhammad Ali, that shit. You know what I mean? He's like, oh shit. And he'll get some on his face or whatever. It's like, ah. Uh. Oh, that's dirt. But, uh, you know, a lot of times people will just do it down and they'll get it a lot on their, on themselves. Um, but, uh, shit. not to get too gross for you. No, 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 not at all. But, you know, like, the uh, the I was, he, I was like, I apologize profusely. I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like, I didn't mean to throw up on your guys' landing ground and all yeah. that stuff. Cause, like, they have a circle that's designated for where you're supposed to land. I got and you. Uh, he's like, dude, like, that was, I mean, it's, you know, if you're feeling what you're feeling, you gotta you gotta get rid of it. But because um, right after that, I felt pretty great. Oh, there you I go. felt good. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like in in a scenario where you end up throwing up. That's the best case scenario. I was detached. I took a few steps away from him. I'm like, that was amazing. That was awesome. Hang on a second. Went <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back into it. Yeah. Yeah, man. I uh, I mean, when it hit me, I, it was just more so like my. It wasn't like I was like my stomach got upset. It was just like more like a head change. Oh, like, I see. I, everything. I just got a little dizzy. Like I said, like everything kind of like tilted to the tilted, side. Yeah. I was just like, oh man, it's fun. I felt like I just got done like on some sort of like like a like a merry-go-round, mm. and I just stepped off. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like for a split second. Whoa. I took I took some of that medication and it just ran away. I just, I, I, also, good. I jumped on an empty stomach, and I oh, I planned that, on I eating. I did that as well. Actually. Did you really? Yeah, I yeah. planned on eating, and once she told me that we were gonna do that, I wanted to get a snack, and then the last thing I wanted to do is to throw up fresh food sure. in case I did, or yeah. it would have fucked up my stomach. So instead, I was like, you know, I'm just going to do this empty stomach and just uh, kind of cool. go from there. So yeah. once I got some food in my belly, I felt like a fucking champ. I was ready to do it again. Yeah. What, what I wanted to do, dude. yeah, what I wanted to do was to throw out my parachute first and then jump out of the plane and try to catch it. <laughs> oh, really oh, you mean a man, yeah, a man dive? Yeah, man dive. That's what I wanted to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I uh, one chance so at the place, kind of like Arnold and True Lies, you know what I mean? At the, place, at the place that I went, they had, so like whenever, like they expect you to become addicted to it because it is very addicting mm, to people that... It fucking mm. is, dude. So oh they had God. a list of things that you can do and it's like, okay, so there's like, um, like there's the couple, like they named them, they gave them all cutie kind of names too so like there's like the night dive where you jump at nighttime, you know what I mean which that's is like cool. a whole different set of things yes. um, there's like the couples dive yeah, where you cool. you and your partner jump out at separate so you guys have both gotten your like where you're allowed to jump by yourselves you know so you have to work up to that first of all yeah. but then like after that like there's the night dive 
there's the couples dive where you you and your partner jump out at like uh, at different times. You meet up in the sky and you take like a you know GoPro kind of like selfie or video yeah. or whatever of of you kissing midair. That kind of thing. That's really cool. Um, so, like, there's a whole, like, they have, like... <laughs> sounds tough. What'd you say? That sounds tough. That sounds tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a checklist of, like, you know, like, they're... It, it's just, like, they're... Knock each other out. You just headbutt each other. Yeah. Just flying in the air. There's, I mean... It's, uh, you know... And then there's one where, like, the partner... The partner shoot where you where you pull each other's shoots. Like, a similar thing where you get really close to each other. And, like, so, like, if Derek and I were to dive or something like that, and, like, we were both to jump... And like we get close enough to each other, where we have uh, our like our stra- like the our packs in each other's hand, Kick and each then other like and then we pull each other's shoots and push oh, away. Cool. So like that's a really technically advanced thing because you then pull hers like, and she's like, "I never really loved you," <laughs> and she doesn't pull yours, and you just like fall and you're just like contemplating everything and you're doing a backflip. I I would be a little weirded out on the push away part. Like, don't kick me in the nuts on the push away. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be a little nervous. Cause I'd be frantic on the push. I, yeah. I'd be worried about getting hit in the nuts, and I'd be worried about kicking somebody sure, in the nuts. Absolutely, yeah, I got you. It was a guy. See, I don't, I don't mean you to take it. it back to Point Break, but that reminds me of the scene with uh, with Keanu Reeves <laughs> and Patrick Swayze when they're holding, they're locking arms, and they're like, they're kind of playing chicken yeah, in a way. Yeah, they're like, "Who? Yeah. You go first? No, you go first. Right? And then uh, Patrick Swayze's character quickly realized that you know, fucking Keanu Reeves wasn't going to pull a shoot, so he ended up pulling it for him to win mm-hmm. the bet. Yeah. So that's something that I like to do: play a little chicken. Like, all right, let's <laughs> sure. let's see who backs out first. You know? Oh man. Oh, you got you guys you gotta, yeah, yeah, right. I got too much pride, this bro. I will bounce uh, off the ground if I have to. <laughs> this is I was gonna <laughs> say this breath, is, I'm like, oh, Yeah, this is not good <laughs> this is not good Johnny. conversation to like convince Johnny. I would totally die, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would die with you, my brother. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, win sh- this one. Oh my god. Uh I want to live. <laughs> no, wait, hang on. Uh, wait, there's more. Uh, yeah, and there. Top, what's top what's, tier what's the what's, what's the third? Oh, oh, I was only two. I was only two, bro. Two. Uh, top three. Jesus. Um, so many, dude. Um, I'd have to say. Another great one was when we all went to Vegas. That um, that one trip for uh, was it Lynn's birthday? Lynn's birthday. Uh, we all went to Vegas. Yeah. July of like 2014. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. We're all there, right? No, no, Kevin wasn't there. No. Uh, moving on. So, uh, <laughs> it bacon, wasn't that much fun. Top three. It actually, bacon, wasn't, it bacon, actually wasn't that much fun. The bacon wrapped uh, turkey. Uh, <laughs> fucking. But you were there. I was. There, I was there. I was, I was there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even go on that trip. So Redbeard McRowdy was there on that one. Okay. But that was fun though. The Vegas I mean, one was you know, great. It's what it's um, what we, we can all make. Like we were talking right before. Yeah. Like Derek has a Citra uh, from um, Kern River Brewing, which if you guys don't live in California and you ain't in the know. You need to know. You Great beer. Missing out. Citra uh, hops uh, and a double IPA. You need to find out. But, um, you know, like, we don't all get to go on each other's adventures all the time. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's a perfect time, example, you know? Like, that's, like, yeah, I didn't get to go you know? I'm yeah, all, so but I, but it, I was my, it was my question, and I wanted it to be... <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Derek, don't you think your other favorite memory was... <laughs> what such about and such? the you time... With me? Yeah, right. No, not, no, that's... Know, all right. That's... Ah, it just got weird. <laughs> no, that that, that yeah, Vegas trip was, was good though. That was, was a really good time. Yeah, I heard Vegas trip and I was like, oh yeah, the time we went to Vegas. Oh no, not the time because you guys have gone. That well, the listeners should know. The first time, that was great one. You know what I mean? See, we didn't get the first time, bro. Yeah, see, so oh, you guys don't coddle me. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, like whenever you guys and you guys all went and saw like. You guys have seen fights in Vegas yeah, and stuff, true, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, we've not, a lot that of us per- have never had experience. That first one I, I thought was a, a real, I mean, 
that that specific event, uh, the Mendez McGregor one, I thought was a fucking awesome, you guys, awesome one. Were you you weren't there? That one. Okay, the, 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 you guys. That one was awesome too. You that guys have told you guys should tell your listeners or if you guys haven't already, like the the story of like the Irishman in the lobby or something. Oh like yeah, that. that's definitely one of the my, my top experiences in Vegas. This is a different I mean, Vegas yeah. experience for Derek, but like yeah, I I remember funny. hearing about that, and yeah. again, it's just like man, Tom, what yeah, it was the time yeah. Derek got accepted by the Irish. I know, he, I know, he, open arms, bro. Yeah. Apparently, I can drink just as much beer as they can. So they're like, "You fit right in." You caramel skin. You're a you're a caramel skin. Uh, you're Irish, Irish by, by association. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You got the Irish liver, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah I do." You got the Irish liver. That's the best compliment you <laughs> give so like, fuck yeah! Oh shit! They were singing like they were singing. Uh, yeah, uh, an Irish fight song for the boys in green. Yeah, Irish yeah. fight songs, all yeah. types of um, Irish fight songs. And then man. I just yeah. uh, and I just participated, dude. I mean, um, like awesome. one of it was like you take your shoe off for the boys in green. Take your shoes off for the boys in green. You take your left shoe off, and then the whole time you're doing it. Uh, and everyone in the crowd was doing. There that. was like uh, hundreds of people took over yeah, the MGM like Grand Lobby. Three hundred people inside hundreds. the MGM, right? So hundreds. like at least two to three hundred people. I still have the video on my phone. And uh, we're all, like, I mean, not all of us, but a lot of us were participating in this. The rest, everyone else is just kind of there just to fucking to experience the moment. And um, I'm, like, in the heart of this shit. Like, I'm in the middle. Like, I got mm-hmm. sprayed by beer. Like, guys mm-hmm. are just shaking Heck beer yeah. cans, cracking them open. And I'm just like, fuck it, dude. Like, I mean, you know, like, <laughs> win in Rome, yeah, right? Like, right, let's have yeah. some fun. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, I remember, like, going out of the crowd, tying my shoe, like, I fucking... I got baptized by beer by the Irish. Yeah. Like, that's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah, it was, it was cool, man. But like, that's definitely one of my top experiences. Um, it's like as far as like in my twenties. Um, what's another one, dude? God damn, we've done so much. The funny thing is, I don't know if you guys made this connection yet. Ever so far, every story that I've told has been in a group like us. You know, yeah. I mean? like we've all been okay, experiencing yeah. this, and that's another reason why I wanted you guys to be on this because you guys have made my twenties that much more meaningful to mm-hmm. me. You know, and like something that I'll never forget, dude. And I, Thank you guys for being yeah, there. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, been a it's lot a, of fun, dude. You know, it's like, always really. a great experience to like share. The only, like, the best experiences are ones that you share with people. You know what I mean? Like we all have probably gone on like you know like ventures where we go by ourselves oh, to yeah. uh, on a hike or okay. you know you go someplace you know with just a couple people. And I I've always been a fan of like whenever you get a group of like brethren, like people that really care about one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharing those experiences with one another, it's hundred percent. It's very important for your. It's important for your psyche too. I think so too, yeah. man. I think so too. It, it's one thing to go out and jump out of a plane by yourself and just experience that for you. Um, it's another thing to do it with you know a, a good friend or a girlfriend. Right, um, exactly. Uh, just Someone like that really Vegas. cares. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, just like going to Vegas. You know, like do I something. Have, do I have to drink this? Yes, yes. you do, sir. Mike Jones <laughs> uh, uh, holding the Citra double. The, the really good times that we were all together. I think for your bachelor party. Oh, yeah. That was another one, dude. Yeah. That was a really fucking memory, yeah. That's one. That's I one. had more fun than anybody. I can fight <laughs> That's one that dude, I missed, and I I'll kicked never myself forget, man. Oh, oh, dude. That was a fun time. Dude, I was on autopilot. He took like a triple shot of espresso <laughs> before five shot. Quad shot. Quad, uh, four shots of espresso. <laughs> And uh, that was right before he decided to mentally check out, but his body was still, <laughs> his body Moving. was still very much part of the part of the uh, the fun. 
And we went geocaching at yeah. what, like midnight? Or no, it was like four in the morning, yeah. like four thirty. Going to fucking uh, what was Big Bear? Right? Red, Quit yeah. trying to PG your audience. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you guys are mystery. We're all in bed oh, by one thirty. <laughs> I made sure everybody drank water before they went to bed. <laughs> it was approximately eight thirty p.m. We actually all had a competition had a... who could stay up the latest and yeah. be like oh, it was like a rite of passage as to who the most manly person was. Oh my god, man, it was so much fun. But I remember, I remember like going to Big Bear. I remember saying, I'm sure, I don't know if I, I'm pretty sure I said it to you. I was like, dude, you realize that we're going to fucking paint this town red. Like, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to like, dude, we're going to do some shit, dude. Like, we're going to get in some fucking trouble. And God damn, did we take did advantage we. of it, man. Geocaching like, at 430 in the morning, approaching, like, when we got there. sheriffs hike, were on dude. our we ass, like, dude. Like, it was not. And then we all went out the night before. Remember that, Matt? We all went out the night before. We camped out underneath a tree. Oh, we laid out some tarps. Oh, shit. Slept outside because, you know, we, we got the fucking. That was one of our least prepared trips ever. For sure. It I was, was so cold. We threw, we <laughs> threw down a. Me, me, Matt. I have pictures of this still. Me, Maddie, and Derek put down a tarp on the Trevor, side of our. Trevor was there too. Yeah. Was Trevor there? I think yeah. you guys were the four of us? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, because Jedi. Jedi was there. Yeah, we. I kept telling Trevor, like, dude, put him on the leash. He's like, no, he'll be all right. We picked like, up, dude. I'm like, there's I a highway here right next to us, dude. Like, I kept freaking out, dude, because like, I kept hearing him run yeah. off. I yeah. feel like the worried mother. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, Jedi. Like, yeah. please don't get hit by cops. So like, no, no, no. Especially yeah, when Trevor Barnes. He's a wolf. Yeah, right? <laughs> when Trevor Barnes is involved, you there must be a mother in Oh, the there needs to be, man. There needs to be. Dude, we, just to paint the picture on this one, we, uh, we pick up Maddie. It's like. Three in the morning or yeah, whatever it is. We'd take this couple hour drive to the side of this mountain. What 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 mountain what, what was it? I think uh, we were in your car. It was in my car, I drove. Sitting between us in the back seat. Yeah. Achilles, or Jedi was there too. And Jedi was in the on the floor in front of Trevor. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we oh get to this gosh. place at like six in the morning or whatever, and we're like, fuck, we don't have a hotel. We don't have a campsite, we don't have nothing. <laughs> we got and lost at first too. A little bit lost yeah, on where to go. We got lost at first, I remember that. Yeah. And we go, Well fuck, dude, so we're just gonna camp out on the side of the highway. So we, we <laughs> We are in, we we Pick go up this we go up uh, go up the side a of a mountain good like a tree. Yeah, <laughs> Go up the side of a mountain and, and we try to pick a strategic spot to where it's like, well, if anybody turns the corner, they're only gonna have a second to like try to put together what's going on on yeah. the side of the road there. Yeah. And uh, then we just yeah we clear a little clearing off this, to the side by the next uh, next to my car and lay down a tarp and just snuggle up like four sardines on a tarp. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, fucking. Yeah, Derek, I remember, had Achilles on the leash, like, by like hand. and strapped to my strapped leg, to just him. in yeah. case there's a fucking, I don't know, bobcat or... Any, uh, just to anything. keep him around. Anything. Yeah, but, anything. yeah, Jedders was off, off and roaming, dude, just like... And it kept me up all Being night. Being a wolf. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah. slept, we slept Wild, for about uh, four hours or something like that, three and a half hours, and yeah. uh, then met up for Johnny, the start of Johnny's uh, bachelor party. Yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah, we were on four hours of sleep and sleeping and all dude, we were Yeah, fucking, by, and we're by noon. Great. We were one of the last ones to stay awake too, so like we fucking yeah. we we went at it, dude. Like we we had some fun for fucking sure. Monsters. For sure, yeah. that was good a time. great time though. That good was a time. great time. That was, that was a great that was memory a good of my twenties. Really um, well, Jesus, I, I do have uh, I do have four more questions. Well, I guess we can move on. I mean, I'm not saying we have to. Oh yeah, let's move on. Memories will never end though. Yeah, they never will. It's not like at any point you can bring up a good memory because a lot of these are like reflected anyway. There's just so many great memories, and like I'm telling you, every single one. These are in your 20s. When you knew us, what about before you knew everyone? That's what I was going to ask you. Well, here's the thing, man. Like, no, actually, I turned 20 in Bakersfield. I turned 21 here in LA. Well, actually, in Vegas, technically. So I guess my 21st, which I've actually told this story before on the podcast. Uh, my 21st birthday spent in Vegas actually is probably like my best time in Vegas because just turned 21, 
I was with somebody that was well connected with people out in Vegas. Oh, so I got wow. to experience I got like the nightlife, the club yeah. life, the fucking yeah. VIP and all that other shit. And I mean I ended up I as compared to what we did, I spent next to nothing. You know what wow. I mean? Which was that much better. I stayed in fucking the Paris Hotel in this really nice suite, you know what I mean? Like okay. It was great, dude. Like I had a great twenty-first birthday, but then and then you moved to came, LA, and then I moved to LA like two weeks later. You know, so went you, back. To, you spent I almost spent my, a decade, yes, essentially exactly. nine years now in, in LA. In LA, yeah. Okay. So like that's why most of it is spent here. You know, like okay. Um, but yeah, dude. Like I, I have to admit, like my twenties have been great, and uh, almost a third of your life yeah, has been in yeah, LA. Yeah, in LA, dude. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Um, but I, as far as like other great experiences, man, like fuck, and it, it would take like. A ten series podcast oh, in order to yeah, tell no, all of them. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like there's so many, <laughs> no, yeah. so many great memories, dude. Like so much fun, you know. Like really, and like even, the, not to get too deep, but like even the worst memories, I still look back at that. and I'm like, I'm like really happy that that happened. I'm really happy that it helped shape me to get myself ready for my thirties. You know what I mean? Like now I'm a like I think yeah. Michael uh, he brought this up a few weeks ago. He was saying that whenever you hit your thirties, it's like you're like um, it's almost like you're a uh, 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 eighth grader in junior high, and now you're starting your first year of, of high school. You know, hmm. like you're like you're, you're the young kid again. You know, sure. so right yeah. now I feel like now that I'm I'm 30, I'm like I'm in a whole new group of people hmm. that like you know I can't say oh I'm in my 20s now. I, I'm like I'm 30. So now everyone's gonna categorize me in a completely different in a completely different category. And they're gonna be like wow you're you just hit your 30s. You know what sure. I mean? So like I'm, I'm like there's a there's a new list of expectations that need to be done by that time. Not necessarily done, but just a new list of expectations that come with that, come mm-hmm. with that age, you know? And even oh. though everyone keeps saying, oh, the 30s and the new 20s, I'm like, yeah, I was a 35-year-old that said that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, like as, much as, I, as much as I want to believe that, dude, like, for me, it's just more so like, a, like, fuck, man, I just gotta, I don't know, I just gotta have to get used to this idea. And I understand that 30 isn't like a big, like, oh my God, I'm, a, I'm a, oh my old man. It's not what I'm saying at all. It's just something that I do have to get kind of, have to get used to and, I just I'm I, swallowing the pill of I can no longer say that I'm in my twenties is a little a little different for me right now. Sure, yeah, it's a little but weird. You, you should really think about you should really be proud of like how far you've come and where you're yeah. at right now because you're like a fully functioning like adult in like in yeah. one of the craziest cities in this country, if not the world. So really, like look back on your twenties as not as like oh or not as oh like no now I have to be something new, but more of like holy shit, look at the. The foundation I've laid for yeah. the rest of my life. Because, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, you are in a really good place in your life, dude. I feel like really I am. I, I'm, I'm very much. I, yeah, I feel like that all came out wrong. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm very happy with the people that are in my life, and that's actually I was having a conversation with Crystal about this the other night. I was like, I've, I'm surrounded by good people. The people that are no longer in my life are not there for a reason. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And there, there's, I'm sure you guys can can think back on a few faces where you're like, damn, that guy was actually kind of toxic, or that girl wasn't wasn't really good for me. You sure. know what I mean? And, um, stupid right bitch. Now. <laughs> and, uh, and so like, yeah, just, just kind of like, just kind of going back on that. I, I feel really good, man. I do. I feel like I'm in a good place. I'm, I'm in my thirties and I now I, I'm able to, like the people that are around me, I, I, you guys are going to be my friends until I'm fucking out of this place, you know, until right. I, I meant I check out of this world. Like, out, you guys will be part of my life pretty much until from now until then. And um and I'm really happy with the with the friends that I've made and uh, the connections that I've had and and like, like I said a moment ago like those I'm bad experiences <laughs> like like all like all those bad experiences that I had man like I'm happy that I experienced that because it's like you said it's made me a, a stronger person and um and I take a lot of pride knowing that I've been in I've never really thought about it but I take a lot of pride knowing that I've been here for nine years almost ten years now and um I've done I've built this all on my own you know what I mean I really have I made I made these friendships all on my own and I've um, 
I'm just trucking along, man. You have a life, I can't, man. I can't like, quit, bro. You built a life. That's what we've been proud of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's fucking dope. Can't, can't I can't keep think, me down, I think bro. Many like, of us, I think many of us have similar situations. I yeah. don't think that any of you us are. Well, you know I, mean? yeah, I, I think, think that's why we all get along, because we all under... Like, all, I, I've said this before, like, we're all cut from the same cloth. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you're from Ohio... You're from Chicago. You're from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Johnny uh, J- J6 is from uh, from uh, OC. I'm yeah. from Bakersfield. None you know of us are like, within an hour. Like, no, 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 it's it's no. yeah, exactly. We all, we all found but something yeah, in each other. Not to sound exactly. too corny, but we all found something in each other that we all could relate to and identify with. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I knew within uh, like the first. Well, first of all, I always said that uh, the first time I found out you were a Niner fan, uh, <laughs> I knew we were gonna be that. fucking. <laughs> I was like, did we just we'll become be best friends? <laughs> we'll be real chummy like, together. I, I was like, I knew you were really cool, man. But then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, you played football? Oh, who's your team? He's like, actually, the 49ers. I go, fuck, dude, yeah. This is <laughs> this is going in the right direction. And, uh, dude, yeah, it's, it's uh, it, like you said, it's it's something that I, I think we all can can identify with. We're all here uh, trying to knit, you know, carve out a little bit of a life for ourselves. Yeah, and, we are, dude, for and sure. And we're, we're, for the most part, we're all very independent, and we do it on our own. But at the same time, we all have this this group, this family that, uh, we can depend on when, you know, say times get rough or, or any, any, you know, anything like that. It's, uh, it's been, it's been really awesome to come down here and form all this friendship. And I know that, uh, I think a lot of us have, we kind of rally around, uh, D I think in certain aspects, like, uh, in terms of being like the catalyst, like a cornerstone of the group. Um, yeah, I actually didn't know that, man. Thank you. I, I, I believe, <laughs> I believe I, so. I, that's, I, I believe that it's a. Thank you, man. It's I, a. I've heard that, but all it, right. It's just, I mean, I, what I would say is that you attract uh, good people, and it's a. Uh, I mean, I think we all attract good people in our own sense, but it's. I don't know. Like, I mean, you've had many a parties at your place. I mean, we we've all had our our different reasons for why we we bring the group together, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know where I was going with that. Dude, I mean, <laughs> but, no, uh, no, I think I, I think yeah, that's correct. Like, no, yeah, it's sure. just you know, it's it's a uh, you're kind of it's, 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 it's weird for me to say, but you're kind of like the quarterback. That's hard. That's hard. That's hard for me to say. I'm the running back, bro. I'm the guy carrying the rock. Yeah, I'm the guy. I'm the guy carrying the rock, man. Just like that. We met at such a shitty restaurant. We did. We're not working there. It's fucking impossible. That's crazy. That's been discussed on the podcast before, right? Not really. It has, but not necessarily with like our core group of friends. Like I think you and I have talked about it before. I know Crystal and I talked about it company. <laughs> for, us to, for us to meet, like from so many different places, like you guys are bringing up, I think different countries, yeah, or not yeah. countries, but uh, sit, uh, states, yeah. cities, you know, cities, Illinois, yeah. Ohio. <laughs> the fact that we all cross paths yeah. and rinky dink fucking Olive Garden in the middle of the valley, and then from there we've all kind of just gone forward together. Like that's fucking amazing. That is Absolutely. fucking amazing, dude. Imagine, that's really yeah. amazing, man. It's a lot, of, a lot of people that I talk to about the group of friends that I have, uh, and I'm like, yeah, it's like a pretty strong group of like you know 13 or 14. Uh, when you really get down to like when you talk about significance and things of that yeah. nature, uh, it's a pretty pretty sh- deep group. And uh, whenever I throw out the number, people are like, "What the fuck? Like, how do you have you know? It's how do you have thirteen or fourteen kids? Like, yeah, like, like, oh, that's a, I wasn't expecting. I was expecting like you know three or four. Once you get to a certain age, thirty. Uh, I'm 31 now for listen. I just turned 31 for those that don't listen. Uh, but yeah, once you get to a certain age, you know, kind of friends start to kind of drop off at the side. But it's uh, it's it's really cool to see uh, a good group of people uh, still sticking together, and I, uh, you know, yeah, man, a hundred percent, pretty awesome. Consistency is worth its weight in gold. Oh fuck yeah, that's the only too. thing that can really be said is like whenever you have a group that you can can consistently go to, 
and like with your problems and with your with your victories and with your troubles, that is a very important thing to have. Like that's a reliable resource mm-hmm. to have. And we all no matter what, we're all like our own little mini country or something, mm-hmm. right? Like you have you have to have resources. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh man, like I can with my own merit carry myself a certain distance. But at a certain point, my res- my resource, my personal resources have like my stocks have run low mm-hmm. and it's like in order to recharge, like you might need to catch energy from someone else. Or yeah, you might need sure. to have a conversation with someone else. Totally. You might need to like, guys, I'm going through a really hard time. Like, can I talk to you about this? And it's yeah. like, and like, and it's also important, I think, because, um, in no s- small part, because Johnny is the first of our group to be married, but like, like a lot of us are in like relationships. A lot of us aren't, a lot of us have spent time not being in relationships. A lot of us haven't. So it's just like, I think that having female presences, like there's only men at this uh, podcast right now, but like, but you know, like the having, group is very, the group has a lot of female, female presence presences in, in, our, in them. And it balances like, out for sure. Oh, Absolutely. Sure. You know what I mean? Like we, we've had a masculine podcast so far, uh, but I mean like the women who I'm sure, you know, you've heard Crystal at the very least and Haley, uh, there are, there are female influences where you like get a girl's perspective on things. And like, that's, that's the, the purpose of having yeah. a 13 14, 15 person crew of people. Tribe, like, yeah. You might not see each other like like necessarily even once a month or something like that. So like you check yeah. in you check in every now and then it's like you hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what's I like phone calling, man. Yeah. That's why that's why I like to call. Like, how often do I call you? I'm like, I just want to hear your yeah, voice, bro. Absolutely. How you doing, man? I just want to hear your voice. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I'm doing that more. Yeah, like, no, it's great. It's a great practice. A few days ago, I yeah. just called you up. Like, absolutely. Oh, I just wanted to say what's up, man. Yeah. You know, talking no. to you about this action. You know, recording this episode. As this well. is this is something that hasn't been talked about on your guys' podcast, but like the um uh the idea I I've talked about being from a little um, I mean, a much smaller town than L.A. Uh, I'm from Akron, and the idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. I was waiting yeah, for it. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. I was, I was like, for... I was on a point and I was like, uh, man, I got sorry, robotic. Sorry. I was like, I O, yeah. Error. Um, but uh, I, um, what, what my family and members would do is like, they would, like, if you worked on your car or did something or cleaned your car or did anything out and about and, like, there was a family member or, like, a good friend in the neighborhood, like, you would stop by. And something that I've talked about a little bit about with this group is just, like, the idea of stopping by, like, unannounced. Just, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, um, I'm coming by to say hello or, you know, like, just, like, knocking on someone's door and saying what's up. Um, it's a little bit harder with L.A. traffic and apartment living. You know what I mean? A lot of us live in apartments. A lot of us, yeah, like schedules. All of those things are factors. You know what I mean? Like, um, but just the idea of, I mean, calling somebody is the same kind of idea. Just like with our texting and Facebook culture, where you can kind of become like on a little island of your own self-importance. Like in your little world, it's like giving someone a call or throwing someone a text. Just like, hey, what's going on in your life? That is. I mean, the effects are insurmountable. Just like creating, mm-hmm. creating a conversation, and that's what this group can do yeah, relatively sure. often. Every time we see each other, you know, beer in hand, no beer in hand, just like you know, like giving each other hugs. Like, what's up? How's it going? We do. We're the only. This is the only group that I can think of where. Well, you actually were the one that started this. Uh, that we all have a, a handshake, a very <laughs> oh, specific yeah. handshake. Yeah, whether it's Joshua uh-huh. is, uh-huh. Yeah. Well. I mean, I mean, how many times has it has this occurred where we walk into a bar or a restaurant, and we see you, and then a line forms, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then every, and then it's just like you know, Johnny will go happy his handshake yeah. with you, and then Roadhouse, and then Matt, and, yeah. I mean, a I, 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 Mike, and then myself, and yeah. then like Crystal yeah. as well. Lynn, Lynn has her own sure. handshake. Yeah. Like it's like it's the only yeah. group that I can think of that I've seen. You know, with my with being out for nine years, where 
you know, we all have a very specific handshake. You know, I mean, like it's just kind of it's, it's we neat. still need to it's film neat. that because yeah. two years <laughs> later, all yeah. a, a Ultimate Frisbee team films it and they go viral and all. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, dude, I this is our thing. I'm just saying, Josh and I had lunch next to the Jonas Brothers a couple weeks ago, and we did our handshake, and all three of them stopped what they were doing to watch us do our handshake. That's true. Nice. Froze in space. Yeah. They asked us to join their band. Actually, and we're like, no, we're good. But we'll give you so much money. I'm more of a rock and roll guy, actually. I don't know. I'm sorry, but for the record, I can totally kick your ass. You guys need help on an album. I mean, I'll drop a track, but I'll be featured. I want you to join our band. How about that, Jonas Brothers? Motherfuckers. I'll let you guys have eight bars. That's about it. Oh, man, that's funny, dude. But yeah, man, it's, a, it's definitely a great core group, you know, and like, and like you brought up a good point, like with, with all the women as well that are there, like Lynn is a, you know, she's been great, great fucking uh, partner for you, buddy, you know, man, yeah, I've, I've watched you guys' relationship grow, like, I've, I've actually told the story a couple times now where I, I wasn't there when you guys first started dating, but I was definitely there when you guys were like, a, a few months in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I was around early earlier. Yeah, early uh, they were secretive at first. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, I was there maybe oh, like four four scandalous. months into your relationship, maybe something like that. Like, maybe really, a little yeah. bit earlier yeah. than that. Yeah. When did you guys start dating? Like, shit, what year was that? Because I remember hanging out with you at like when you lived on Lassen, right? Yeah, yeah, that was early on. That I don't even know if we were officially. So I remember you oh, left. Really? I remember okay. like I got to the Olive Garden right where like you were almost going back to yeah, Orange I went County. to Orange County for that. Summer. And I remember I remember thinking I was like you're a funny guy, dude. Like you're fucking hilarious. <laughs> I even told you that. Bullshit. I even told you that. I was like you're a funny guy, dude. Like fuck. And then I was kind of bummed out you were leaving. And then when you got back, is I'm assuming that's when you and Lynn started actually dating. No, we were or? kind of dating during that summer. Oh, okay. Already. Yeah, we okay. started before that. Actually. So then, yeah, like, but it was like, more low key. Like I understand. Kind of had, like, I understand. Yeah. So like, so yeah, like I, I, I was really present around the fourth or fifth month of yeah. your guys' relationship. Mm-hmm. So I got to watch that, dude. I got to watch it, and I got to experience that. We lived together for a while, yeah. you know? So, like, that That's was that was fun. fun. And then um, I was part of the wedding also, dude. Like, dude, you know, that, that, was, that was fun, fun. dude. So, like, I got to see that. Like, I got to see that, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's Florida. definitely another memory. Like, going back to that first question, yeah, like, dude, that's yeah, another that's memory that I'll never... That's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's what I'm like, at yeah, any point, dude, you can put it on the top ten. Yeah, put it on there. Put it on the board. One of the craziest stories of my life, that wedding. Dude, that wedding is fucking fun. It was fun, dude. I love how we had booze underneath the table. Kept pulling booze out, pouring it in our cup, oh. putting the booze back. I think the, I think the workers are surprised so many people were drinking tea and coffee that night. Yeah. Like, Those mugs are so popular tonight. <laughs> we're like, yeah, keep them coming. Oh, well, that, that was an amazing experience for the listeners. Like, you know, like again, just a indicative of how close this group is. Just uh, you know, going to Johnny. That's why I, I started the conversation about the women, like where uh, Johnny and Lynn. Are a very core group for the group as well, just because like they are like the very solid couple. Like I mean, a lot of us are in relationships. I'm in a relationship. Matt's in a relationship. Derek's I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, why is that know, funny? You know, the idea that the idea that Johnny and Lynn are married, like they are the first of our of our crew, core group to you know like uh, say vows to each other and stuff like that's an important that's an important commitment. Um, and you know their wedding was it's a it was an important experience for all of us to go to that ceremony and party with each other in like a more like kind of like uh, this is like this is this it is like the this group. is yeah yeah like, it, this is it, our crew of people and like all our of table yeah we had a really, table for our yeah. crew of people and that was awesome I think close it really table, uh, yeah close to <laughs> close to the right up next to you guys. <laughs> I, 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 I love that we were like it was Johnny and Lynn as, at, at the forefront you know what I mean like, a lot of times like services will have like their entire bridal parties and stuff like that and like it's just the and the couple is in the middle but like I really liked Johnny and Lynn's service 
they were, uh, you know, like a two top, just like, you know, in the center of everything. Like, oh, like, let's devote our attention to them. They don't need like a long table on either side. The, you know, like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids all came and sat down. Um, and it was amazing. Like we were all talking and chatting and, you know, we we're able to yell things at them and, you know, tink glasses and like make them kiss and stuff. And it's like, dude, like we, like we have been here for this. Like we've experienced this love come mm-hmm. to, to full now, like all the way around to like the, making the most serious commitments that they can. And it's like, those kind of commitments are important, like long lasting, serious things, no matter what happens. Like, Oh, we were, we were there for this moment in your yeah. life. You know what no, I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I know. I know you guys were the ones that got married and everything, but like that that moment at the end when uh, we're all <laughs> sitting there around in a circle listening to Seal kiss kiss by a oh, rose, yeah. and we're all just looking at each other, and it's just like it's it, to me it was this euphoria that kind of came over to me like this is it was like a scene in a movie that was just surreal. You know what I mean? And it was like this is what it's all about, and uh, I'll never like. That that moment I'll never forget too. Uh, was it was just it was just fantastic, and that that kind of like cemented what our this whole friendship and this group and everything I think is all about. And Absolutely. it was uh, it was Trevor for bringing that song in this book. Yeah, yeah he made it, he made it a thing. <laughs> right, that's the thing though. Is everybody in years I think still would be like wild card. Yeah, 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 for sure. You gotta tra- you gotta you gotta you gotta count on Trevor Barnes to be the wild card. It's like hey, y'all know what y'all know what should be the anthem. Y'all know what should be the anthem of our group. Seals kiss from a rose. I know it hasn't been relevant since 2003, but let's make it happen. Commercial, and I'm pretty sure that's good to Trevor. Oh yeah, for sure. I heard sure. that. I was like, they got that idea from us. Sure. Seal's been in movies since it, since we all of a sudden started doing right. that song. Yeah. I'm telling you, resurgence, He was in the that the remake of Vegas Vacation, whatever that was, the the National Lampoon. Lampoon. Oh, they remade that. They did the whole thing where he oh, was in the right. in the minivan and he's oh. trying to make the family song and he's trying to get everybody it's to sing it with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then there's another part in that where they get. I mean, the whole there's a lot of Seal in that movie. There's a lot of Seal. You're welcome. Too much seal. You're Shout welcome, out. seal. You're welcome, seal. You know, Trevor Barnes of money. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, dude. For sure. And Trevor's coming to cash in. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. I think now's a good time to go to the second question. Uh, now that we're <laughs> an, an hour, an hour, an hour and five in. Yeah. Glad we glad we started with that. Uh, all right. The next question. I'm going to skip this. Okay. Uh, let's go with the biggest goal for after you turn 30. What's the biggest thing that you want to accomplish oh, or the most, Im- the, oh, man, you're, you're, you can go top three if you want to, if you don't want to narrow it down. Uh, just what's your, uh, off the top of my head, before I you wanna, turn 40, before I turn 40, I want to, um, I want to have a professional mixed martial arts fight. I, I want to at least reach that goal. Yeah. Something, I, something I didn't get to do in my twenties. So, um, even if I don't, um, you know, make it as far as I, I would, I wanted to, or I want to, even though I still believe in myself, um, I'd like to at least accomplish that goal and, you know, have that professional bout underneath my belt. So yeah, that's one thing that comes okay. to mind. Um, another thing is, uh, I like to, um, really get into the whole making the beer thing. Like, I mean, I just, I just want to kind of get into really, I mean, I, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, I really want to, you know, kind of let this hobby and turn it into something where I can, I mean, I'm not trying to like, you know, start this new brewery in fucking, Why not? I'd like to, but like really I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to, um, make smaller realistic goals and accomplish those and then, then go to the next step. For sure. You know what I mean? For so, sure. So, um, I really want to, you know, within this next 10 years, I'd like to, 
um, really perfect that craft and really get fucking great at making beer. So I can do it with essentially anything, and I can, and uh, well, we, you and I have collaborated already a few times. So um, I really want to just kind of run with that, dude. I really do. Cool. And um, yeah, dude, just uh, just that's what that's what the first two things that popped into my head were those two. Those two. Those two points. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, cool, man. That's well, we knocked that question out real yeah, quick. Real Fuck quick. yeah, man. That was recorded, bro. So yeah. That. Hey, that's on, that's on file, bro. That was 90 seconds, bro. Before you're... 90 seconds, bro. That's all, that's all it took me. I'm just saying, you know, podcast number 3,222. Yeah. Uh, when it's podcast your... Podcast for sure, dude. Like, this is not going anywhere. Well, when I'm, I'm just saying, when you're about to turn 40 and we're revisiting this podcast... 3,000? Yeah, and well, I'm, I didn't Everything do, is three-dimensional. I didn't really do yeah. the math on that, but... <laughs> Hopefully at that time, I'm fucking, I figured out the the, uh, the video and the YouTube so I can be on YouTube as well. Like, that's something that I... You're like making beer Dude, on every episode? if I say one year, you guys should be on fucking As soon YouTube. as I see your cool face, man. man, everyone's gonna wanna watch. They're like, ooh. <laughs> you are so <laughs> sweet. I know you're talking to Derek. Are you see that word boy, Derek? You too, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that guy's got a like, it's a bunch of nonsense on the podcast, but damn, <laughs> <laughs> we're just sitting there, shirts off, fucking oiled up and shit, just fucking. Uh, so today's topic. Today we're going to talk about. <laughs> we're going to talk about my dog Achilles again. Uh, <laughs> tell you about Big Ben. He's old as dirt at this point. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, here's he's, hoping. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's turning five here on the same day that J6 turned 27, 26, 28. 28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。28。
And then right after that, I started serving, and I was like 15. And there you were, were just serving baby. at 15. Oh, was, man. Uh, yeah, I was Dude. a. I mean, essentially, uh, in Ohio, I was working at this dinner theater uh, that was pretty popular, and I was a back server, which a back server, like there's a front server for every section of the restaurant. There was like a the back face. server and a front, front server. The front server was the yeah. face. I was essentially the busser, um, like the, the food grabber, that kind of thing. And. Um, and so, like, you know, that was my first restaurant job. And there were people that were 35, 40 years old working in that venue. And, like, then you continue working in restaurants and you're like, oh, man, you're surrounded by people that are much older than you. And you get a different perspective just from, like, talking with people that are much more experienced and things like that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I, I think that that kind of maybe like what Matt was touching what on. The thing is that Mike and Derek are that much older than us. They're <laughs> <laughs> wow. so wise. Teach us your ways. Please share with us your decades of experience. <laughs> you know, like, what, what I'm no saying No listen, is, youngsters. Yeah. 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 About, about corn, when I was your age. A corn cop pipe suddenly I remember, I remember yeah, when I was a kid and I was <laughs> in my 20s. Before we walked oh, to dude. work with shoes on. Yeah, right? Uphill, both Full ways, in the snow, yeah. Yeah. barefoot. Yeah. In about 10 hours, man, I'm about to be so much wiser. Yeah. So much more yeah, wiser. Just All of a sudden, I'm going to wise beard. Everything. My mind opens <laughs> up. I'm you're not doing saying, DMT tonight, right? Fuck yeah, dude. I'm not <laughs> saying that you get wiser. I'm saying you get a slice of humble pie. Like, like, I was, no. like I was explaining to Derek, it's like you're all of a sudden a freshman in this new generation. Uh, this new decade of like people that you're almost like competing with. It's like... When you're 29, you're like, okay, as long as I'm more competent than all these other 20-year-olds, then I'm fucking, I'm doing really well. But when you're 30, you're just like, okay, now I'm competing with motherfuckers that are 39 that are probably fucking, like, doing it, doing it. And so if you don't have your shit figured out when you're 30 and 31, if you haven't set the foundation like you have, you have set a great foundation, you can kind of that, that get that sort of like, oh, fuck, like... It's time to eat a shit or get off the pot with whatever it is you're doing. Like mm. this decade is gonna go even faster than your twenties. Time progressively goes faster and faster, in my opinion. Obviously, every year you get older, time seems prospectively to to go mm-hmm. faster. Um, you know, uh, but yeah. So once you start competing with thirty nine year olds, thirty eight year olds, thirty seven year olds, even thirty thirty three year olds. Uh, you're just like, especially me as a single guy. You guys probably aren't thinking about this because you all have girlfriends or significance. But you start competing with these other people who have real money, and that starts to become the thing. Like if you're a if you're a 31 year old man trying to attract a 27 year old woman, all she's really thinking about is how much fucking money you have, you know, to an extent. Or you know, or like, well, <laughs> if you're really packing matters. heat. <laughs> no, they're not, dude. They've already been. I mean, they've already experienced that at that point. You know what I mean? It's not like anything new to them. It's not like you're gonna impress a 27 year old with some. Michael Gilman, bro. I mean, I'm a different animal. But. <laughs> We're talking about dicks. <laughs> For the listeners. I call him Gunner. <laughs> hey! Chris Allen Mullet. the chair. Yes. Finally, Crystal Jobs arrives. There she is. Go to the Listeners, we have Crystal Johnson approaching the podcast as we speak. Straight from a What's loop. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> we were just, uh, we've been making reference to, to the, the females of the group and how that, that helps balance us all out and uh, how you're such an essential part to, uh, to, yeah, to keeping, us all, keeping us all sane and, and, and functioning in this right. world. Thank you. That's right. Yeah. No, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you is the real thing. Yeah, yeah, for real. Oh, man. We'd be out of control. Tell I mean, us how it is. Pretty sure. I'm even the war. 
If it was oh, her, yeah, we'd run fucking rampant. Oh my god. Yeah, no, right? You gotta grab grab your cerveza. Yeah, we do. I'll grab one. Roll yeah, chronic. I don't know what you like, but. Oh, thank you. Shot. Beer. Beer. <laughs> Crossing it around. How's it going, guys? Awesome. Dude, just living the dream. <laughs> Having fun. We got a, Michael's got a bunch of questions. He's been asking Derek. Crystal, oh, Crystal, oh, help me, uh, help oh, me come sure. up with this list. Okay. Oh, the first cheers? question took oh, sure. 45 Sorry, minutes. I don't have it. Oh, that's right. Uh, oh, that's both for you. Yeah, so la- <laughs> last, last night, actually, uh, I was sitting, <laughs> sitting on the couch coming up with this uh, list of questions. Uh, sorry, they're not better. Oh, in terms of what the ones great, that I came great. up with, and the, well, you haven't gotten to the best ones yet. The first couple are mine. The, the first one lasted forty-five minutes. The best. The, <laughs> what do you got left over, bro? Well, That's I mean, that was a, I, even when I, I told her, I go, I got three questions so far. That's all I got. And the first one was, uh, you know, what is your favorite memory of your twenties? And then I was like, once I said it out loud, I was like, That's pretty all-encompassing. So. It's going to be kind of tough to go after that. And then uh, she came with a really good question, which I don't know if you're ready for it, but are you ready for it? Sure. Are you sure? You don't sound... <laughs> you just lay it on me, bro. Let's okay. <laughs> That's what she says. Uh, all right. If your 20s... If you could encapsulate your 20s as a movie, what would the title be? Who plays the lead? And what song represents the soundtrack? Oh, shit. I would say... The song? That's a good one. That is a good one, that's dude. A that's, what also, movie? that's also what she says. <laughs> what movie? No, no, no. Not what movie. Okay. If you're 20s. The title, your movie. The oh, title the what is the title? If you were to make title. a movie um, about your 20s, what is the title? Also a movie that compares to your life. Mm. You um, could do that, too. Add that in there. But that's not my question. <laughs> Damn, that's, <laughs> a, that's a tough question. one, dude. Um, what, the 50. title of my movie. What's the title of Derek for his 20s, bro? What encapsulates oh, Derek in his 20s? That's or would it, so you, tough. You can't use Derek in his 20s. Yeah. Right. <laughs> a word or a phrase or... Uh, a, I'm, I'm trying to come up with it, sentence. man. I really am. Um, uh, the, the star of the movie would definitely be Ryan Gosling, bro. Come on. He's so hot right now. He's so hot right now. I had to take that one back. That's another. That's, 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 that's two that. years old at this yeah, point. I know, dude, like, I had a, he's so hot right now. He's so hot right now, dude. The song, the soundtrack would... Oh man! Um, Spell it. <laughs> I'd have to say um, it's been, dude. It's been one of my favorite songs, and something that I, uh, Crystal, I'm sure you you can vouch for this. Uh, Good morning from Kanye West. Woo! Oh, oh, right. I played that one on before. Yeah. Good, like, yes. You know, I've always like I've always related to that one. Great yeah. song. It's either that one or Spaceship, but I feel like Good Morning is the one. No, you know, I felt like that one number two. Yeah, I felt like that one number two for sure. Can I introduce a song that that, yeah, I, that was my vote? That I was like, say. I thought I pegged it. Uh, it was one one bourbon, one shot. <laughs> yeah. one beer. Oh, that's yeah. actually a solid pick from Mike Gilman. For listeners that yeah. don't know, that is like a go-to staple from. That's from. From Derek. From that's Derek, yeah. Yeah, like, to, okay. I mean, like that's you, like a, like that Derek will, oh. when we're all listening to music and we're all sitting around drinking and stuff and like, if no one has a, like, you know, a song to throw out to Derek when he's putting a song on YouTube, like, get a lot of times go to. <laughs> that's like a late night one, like after yeah. Yeah. And also, but also the, free, it's also, uh, whenever we're getting warmed up at a bar too, it's yeah. like, he, he'll put on, I put also, you're getting, first, you're getting your money nine first. minutes to Ex- come up with the <laughs> Exactly. It's a, it's a method like to his madness. <laughs> and then come good morning. Exactly. Exactly. And then Kid Cudi's in there at some point. Yeah. Good, um, well played, yeah. yeah. Kid Cudi's um, got to be in but there. But yeah, so that, that sure. good morning would that, definitely be it. Because I just really relate to that song. Because, I mean, we all know the meaning behind it. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're, it's like you're waking up after high school. Like You're like, yeah. holy shit, here you go. I'm in my 20s now. Sure. You know what I mean? So, something I definitely relate to. Actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, dude. So, like, that's a song I think would be the soundtrack. The title, though... 
That's a tough one, man. I, I want to say, ah, oh, man. Shit, I, I can't. I just, I can't do come it. Up with I'm trying. <laughs> I'm definitely trying. Everyone else Everybody else come up with a title. All right, go, go, go. 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 I get by with a little help from my friend. Yeah. 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 Damn, that's hard to follow. You should have got the last one. <laughs> Dude, that's like, a solid I'm not, one, man. I'm not jumping in there. <laughs> yeah, dude, has got solid one. Solid. Right? I mean, I got two out of the three, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, uh, Gilman's next because he brought up the question. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? I said I wasn't going next. <laughs> like, Bakersfield blues or something like that. Like, would maybe maybe mm. come up with like one that's like about a person in your scenario where it's like, I mean, like uh, trying to come out of a small town, like a smaller town. Like Bakersfield's not necessarily small, mm-hmm. but like you know, like a industry town, like a right. hardworking kind of town, and then you try to move to a big city and try to take it over. Yeah. And that kind of thing. I, I, I was relate things to that I got a uh, alright I'm gonna introduce my title now it's uh it's gonna be I am the D I am the D I am the D yeah, the D. yeah. That's, cool, that's my man. that's my vote cause it's open to interpretation exactly yeah. <laughs> exactly it's got a little hint it's got a little hint you. of naughty you know what I mean know just a hint yeah. anyways next yeah t- I think I got one go I'm for it go with Ramsey's Rampage Ramsey's fucking prime Rainy. kicking ass and taking names <laughs> Came with gum. He's all out of that too. <laughs> he is funny. He is, dude. I'm just kidding. Like guy. I don't know him. <laughs> like I don't know. Him. Wow. Wow. That guy is funny. That I just met. That I was a groomsman in his wedding. He's funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, but yeah, dude. I don't know, man. I was twenty's uh, been fun. It's been good. Yeah. What do you got, Roadhouse? So what's the next one? Oh, uh, uh, song. Song? Oh, or a song. You can do a oh, song that the song that makes you think of Derek. That's fine. Song, uh, yeah. Well, all of them. You know. Dream weaver. <laughs> Hungry eyes. <laughs> Dude's definitely bad at the bone by George Derek. There it is. Yeah, of course. That's definitely that's Derek. 100%. In a song. No. Um, yeah, song. That's, that's Derek in song form. All right. What was the next one now? What, the next what? Question? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, what would you say is the biggest difference between 20-year-old D to 30-year-old D? Uh, D means Derek. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest difference, I think I'm a little bit more grounded, man. I, um, I, I, I have a little bit more of a, a clear idea of what I want and what I need to do to get there. As 20-year-old D, I think I was more so... Um, catching on. Yeah. I think I was just more, at that point, I think I was a little bit more like, oh, things are just going to work out. And it's just like, ah, sometimes you kind of have to work towards it in order for it to actually work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's one thing that I'm starting to realize now. I, a little I, late, but you know. I think, uh, <laughs> get it in, baby. Not a lot of Get it in, baby. <laughs> just to jump into uh, something you said earlier in the podcast, uh, let me know something too. It was like, you know what? I, I appreciated the struggles too, as like a fond memory. And I think embracing. Uh, the trials and tribulations uh, is something that separates 30-year-olds to, you know, teenagers and 20-year-olds and learning how to... That's, like, you know, part of being... Oh, for sure. I, I think that's... For sure. I think that speaks volumes, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, I, I mean, I, I can directly relate uh, what I just said as far as, like, um, like my relationship, for example. Like, that's something that, I mean, I feel like uh, Brianna and I get along really well and, like, um, and I, you know, we're I'm really happy. I know she's really happy, but... Um, that doesn't mean that we can just not work at it. You know what I mean? Like, you still have to work at it. And then um, that's just, like, a small example of what I'm trying to say. Like, you always have to work at it. No matter what. Even if it comes easy, you still have to You still have to put in your hours. You still have to, you know, hone your craft. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's something that I, I'm starting to realize that now. Like, I'm like, yeah, like, I, I, 
even if something comes easier, even if I'm just I'm enjoying the moment, I still have to remember like, okay, there's certain areas that I still have to continue to improve on, even if I feel like there's not an issue with anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm really starting to um, really starting to notice now. Uh, that's different, like me now at 30, as opposed to when I turned 20. So whenever yeah. you're 20, you might think that some things happen by accident, and yeah. when as you become an adult, and you know. Those of us that aren't 30, I'm sure sure realize this. Those of us that are 30, like we, we all have realized more and more that nothing happens by accident. You mm-hmm. must choose to make to make things happen. Exactly. And that's I think an important distinction. Like um, that you control your uh, you control your destiny to a certain degree. You know, I mean, like there like there are opportunities and things that might not be always readily available to you. But I mean, by pursuit mm-hmm. and work ethic, that's what that's what creates things. That's what mm-hmm. creates uh, opportunities and things like that. So I think that might be mm-hmm. maybe kind of something that you're maybe talking yeah, about a no, little for bit. Sure, it's just like, you for know, sure. like there there is nothing just accidentally happens. No, definitely not. I mean, like whenever you're definitely younger, not. when you're younger, people, uh, you know, like so many influences on you that allow certain things to happen. You're like, oh, this just happens sometimes. Taxes just get done. And papers just get graded mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, I mean, people like uh, view your, you know, like your charisma or your good looks, and like things happen because they just happen. You know, and then after, you know, for a few years in the real world, all of that stops. It's connected. Like, oh, by the merit of what you have accomplished, then you know that's what. Is what is like that's what creates opportunities right. for you. you know what, I mean? mm-hmm. what is that? What is that line? It's like uh, difficulty is the stone that sharpens the sword, that is the soul or something like that. The soul of the sword. Soul, yeah, something like that. Like mm-hmm. if your soul is a sword, then the stone that shapes that is the difficulty and the opposition sure. that you face in your life. Trials and tribulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, sure. you know, you got You can't get around that. There's no mm-hmm. easy way around. So right. all, all the difficulty, all the grinding you've ever had to do. For sure. It's for a reason. The, sure. the reflectiveness. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was going to say the, the being able to reflect on, on those trials and embracing them as what shapes you and what prepares you for the next thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The next part of your life, the next journey, the next chapter, whatever it is. Uh, that, like... I, like you, you see people that are that are really well off that don't experience any sort of struggle, and they're pretty much douchebags or assholes. But uh, those of us that have gone through like trials and tribulations, it I don't know. I think it molds us uh, and shapes us into the, the I want to say the awesome people that we are. But uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was going to touch on that exact same thing. We live in a town where there we we experience people that have been very successful for a very long time, just on you know maybe not even work that they put in but maybe their parents put in right. and things like born that born into it for sure yeah exactly yeah, and, so, and whenever you so like like to more uh, specifically go into your reference when your sword hasn't been sharpened and you know you've remained dull and mm-hmm. uh, so I mean it's I think that cut things yeah it's very <laughs> difficult <laughs> you can't cut the meat you can't cut the meat of life with a dull if, soul if difficulty hasn't sharpened your sword uh, soul. Integrity. Soul sword. Right. Yeah. I need right. a soul sword. Yeah. yeah. So I think that that's no. I, oh, I hear you. Sorry. I, don't no, know. Yeah, I, don't know. I think that that's yeah, absolutely man. true. I think. What, I mean, talking about uh, what we talked about earlier in terms of like, we all see something in each other that we all can relate to and identify with, and it's like kind of the glue that like holds the group together. I think it's. I think it's that 
those trials and tribulations. Like we've all gone through struggles. We all we all aren't just like none of us are really like come from like wealth or you know what I mean. Like uh, none of us have really been born with a silver spoon in our mouths. You know what I mean. Like none of us were born on third base, you know, so to speak. Absolutely. Does anybody else? I, I'm seeing you look confused on that. Exp- I never, mean, never heard that. Imagination, third base is you know. It's like oh, like a sexual certain, thing. Certain <laughs> like hey, no, 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 I'm trying to remember the bases. No, I, don't think, I don't know what third base. The, is. The theory is like oh, you're you're born on third base and you're yeah, bragging about scoring. It's like well, you were already born on third. You didn't have to do anything to get there. You know what I mean? Like you're already in a position to score. Yeah, someone just had to pop up and you got home. You're a pinch runner at that point. Very well. That's adult. They have a dull sword. Yeah, they have. But uh, I think part of what we all identify in each other is that we're all, we all uh, continue to sharpen that same sword, and, and we're all continuing to, you know, uh, yeah, progress and move forward in life and do it on our own and become uh, fully functional adults. Absolutely, and, for sure. Yeah. Day, man. Um, Yo, and I, I, you guys, a family. Like, yeah, I, I, was, I was just back home in Chicago for the first time in a few years. Like, not to suck on that dick too much, but. Dude, yeah, suck on it, bro. Like, Not hard. First time I've ever been able to tell Roadhouse Sorry, that. Weird reference. Weird reference. But really, like, I was back home. I was good, right? How's life in California? Like, what's what's going on? I'm like, oh, you know, like, I'm working a lot, whatever. I'm doing this and that. You know, but I have a good core group of yeah. like, friends that have become my family. And you guys are that group. So, you know, like, well, supporting each that. other and taking care of one another. Mm-hmm. Like, just to, you know... Backpacking, what you guys were talking about earlier, like really, that's you guys, oh, dude. it's an invaluable asset. Really. So, like that, you can almost view that as, um, you you can almost sub that out for financial success, like fiscal, oh, like, for sure. success. It's just like whenever a lot of us moved out here and not knowing anyone, mm-hmm. and then it's like, and then you know, a few years later, you have like a group of people that you can depend on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like. It's Dude, hard I, to do that sounds. Yeah, I, would, it's hard. It's, it, I mean, for those I, of you that anyone that might listen that doesn't live in a big city, like I understand completely from living in a small town city, like and yeah, growing up and like having, you know, like, you know, you have people from high school and college that you like are really good friends. Like, how hard is it to make friends? Like, after those things are done, going to a completely different city where you didn't go to school with anyone, you didn't mm-hmm. like go to college with anyone, and it's like and creating that those relationships from working. And like surviving with someone, and like and paying rent, and not being anywhere near family, that's that's worth mm-hmm. its weight in platinum. Like there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing more important than like forging those bonds and finding out in a big city who you can what, trust. What you're made of. Yeah, exactly. And, and what everybody's about, and it's just figuring out who aspect. you are. The trust oh aspect man. You draw on each other's strengths too for inspiration. Like, I've always drawn from you guys. Like you guys have all inspired me in some way or another. Absolutely. For sure, yeah, vice versa. Like, damn, like what would they do in this situation? Right. And like, how would Crystal handle this? How would Johnny do it? How would yeah. Derek do it? Like, and that's honestly like, all of you have gotten me through tough times or tough situations where I'm like trying to make myself proud of my past self, mm. trying to do the right thing, and I draw an inspiration from one of you guys or. One of the many friends that we you know is a yeah. part of our group. Sure. You know, I draw from you guys, and that that means the world to me. Like, Absolutely, I can't ask for much more. Resources—that's what we're talking about yeah. earlier. Like, you're we're we resources. It's like a library. Like being able to like yeah. being able to go and like like oh man, I'm I, I don't know much about this topic, and then being able to go to like your resources and be like, I need to either download or like um, you know deposit some kind of information that needs to be said in the crew, you know what I mean? Like, this is very difficult. I don't know how this is gonna 
end up. And it's like, well, this might be a thing, this might be a thing, this might be a thing. No matter what of those scenarios occurs, this group is here for you to go back. Crystal's trying to flash us off. Ladies are popping out. And speaking of like downloading stuff, like being around you guys is more of an energy, just like more of a vibe of like, okay, this is what it's all about. You go out there, you deal with dickheads and fucking assholes because right. that's what life is about. You come back here and you fucking re- refresh and be like, okay, this is what we're here for. This is what we want to fucking hang out with, and that's where we go out and do our fucking Absolutely. shit out elsewhere. This is, we yeah. come back and fucking enjoy each other. Absolutely, that's exactly. What it is. That's what it's all. It's about. like it's like it's almost like show and tell. Like whenever you're with a really good group, it's almost like, especially a group like this, that we don't necessarily get together. You know, for listeners, like we don't see each other necessarily every single day. Like you know, like people. There was a time li- when we did. Yeah, there was a time whenever, yeah. like you know, we're younger people and it's easier. Like, summers, previous summers, it was like every, you know, every week, like is three, the beach, three times, every, yeah, yeah, three times a right. week, we would all be getting together we to were do able something. To binge watch Breaking Bad together. Yeah. Yeah. How hard is that to fucking do now? Oh, dude, yeah. trying to coordinate. We all watch every episode. But together. it's like, but it's like show and tell. Where like, okay, I'm gonna go pursue my venture, right. like whether it's a relationship or an endeavor, uh, business wise, and it's like to be able to come back. Whenever you get to come back and show, like, guys, this is what I've done so far. Like, what do you, can you help me take the next step? And just like what Johnny was saying, uh, the idea that you can just be, like, recharge your battery in a sense where it's like, I don't have to fight tooth and nail to impress this crew. Like, this crew loves me because, like, whenever I wasn't anywhere near this endeavor, you know what I mean? So that's, I think, that a very important. Dude, uh, I, I think that's, that's an important. So I, I've yeah. talked on podcasts before, man, because uh, I, I don't come necessarily, I mean, I, I come from a great background in terms of, like, I do and I don't. Uh, now that I'm an adult, uh, I've really broken away from, like, the whole family bonds and everything. Like, the whole, like, you know, talk to your father, talk to your mother kind of thing. Like, what I'm trying to say is that I put a lot of stock and value into my friends. Sure. Now, initially, my high school group of friends, I come to find out couldn't trust as far as I could throw them. Uh, definitely have experienced some betrayal when it comes to friendship. Uh, so part of why I came down to LA was to get away from that sort of volatility and those sort of like fake people. Uh, now that I'm down here in LA, it's been like seven or eight years and I have this group of people and this group of friends. Uh, the way that I value you guys and this, this group and this friendship is so like, I'm not, again, I'm competitive. I'm not trying to say that it's above, but I like, I put a lot of stock in this friend, in this, in this group like it really is genuinely a family to me and uh i appreciate it to an extent that uh i I can't really explain because it's like i trust you guys all as brothers and sisters and you know uh i I trust you guys with things that i've i've found that you can't trust everybody with and so uh that's that's what i'm saying is like i've experienced putting trust in people that you shouldn't have and now to have people that you absolutely can trust uh and you've experienced that the other side of the coin it's like you really value uh when you can absolutely put your trust into people and 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 you guys have taught me that it's okay to actually have friends again so to speak i don't want to sound like too corny or whatever but like yeah, super it's corn, super corn. so cheesy, <laughs> so cheesy, man. But like, any, I think, uh, yeah, man. But it's, I think, I think that it's important to say also. Uh, love, in, love you guys. <laughs> I think it's important to say in this group of people. Um, I mean, I think that we've all expressed like how much affection we have for one another. But it's also important to express for people that might listen to this. Like, even if you've accidentally stumbled on this podcast, I think it's very important to note that uh, you have the opportunity to 
meet people in your life. Like you have the opportunity to make these bonds. You just have to be brave enough to experience them. And you also have to be open to the idea like it on in this political spectrum like that we're currently in, in the world that we're in right now, there are there are people out there that are telling you that you must view you have to things, separate. that you must think of things as black or white. They must be one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Do not allow them to like I there are people in this group that hold ideals that I don't necessarily ring true to, like that I don't find true for myself, but I respect and love their opinions. It, I, I think that I, you know, in my experience, like my family uh, might hold a lot of different views from me. So I experienced like, oh, well, I don't necessarily agree with that, like my aunt or uncle. So it was very easy for me to make the transition. Like, I don't necessarily agree. Like I've had fireside chats with Mike and Trevor who've been on this podcast and, you know, like, and we've disagreed, you know what I mean? And like Johnny and I, and I have disagreed and Derek and I have disagreed. Matt and I, have, you know, like, and it's important. We passionately disagree. Absolutely. And like having those chats but and building it. those bonds, like that's important. Struggle even within the group, mm-hmm. as long as it's done with respect. I mean, that's just something to capitalize on. Because if you can disagree with someone and then come back and give each other a hug, mm-hmm. that's, that's a vital. Yes. It's vital for. Mm-hmm. To hold each other accountable because you're like the best. The best relationships are going to be ones that challenge you. Mm-hmm. So you can't just be with people. Uh, I know, like that sounds like an antithesis of what the previous part of this podcast says, where we're talking about how much we love each other, but it's not. We also challenge you each must, other too. Yeah. You must. It is a requirement to tell the other people in the group, like I think this way. I don't understand why you feel the way you do. Mm-hmm. And like we've got, you know. The most liberal of liberal to the most conservative of conservative to like conspiracies to you know everything, and it's like we've got the hippiest of the hippies and like the most stringent people, and so it's it's important for us to to have those conversations with each other. You oh, know what I mean? sure. So I, I just want the listeners to know because this has been a very a lovey dovey like thing, and I I'm super happy for that. Yeah. I think that's a valuable lesson in yeah. life. Like you oh, can yeah. like somebody as who they are, or what most of them as a person are, but for the fact that you guys don't agree on who the fuck's on this side or that side or about this or that, like doesn't define it doesn't change shit because you guys yeah. are still friends. If you guys can't have that conversation, then maybe you guys aren't as close as you guys right. think you are. Absolutely. But for the most part, you guys fucking love each other to the core, to enough to to kind of put those things to the by the wayside, really, and Absolutely. just say. Hey, that's we don't agree on that, but you're still a fucking awesome person in every other fucking category that's of your right. life. Like, sure. like you guys don't think McGregor's gonna win. I think you guys are all full of shit. <laughs> but uh, I can still love you guys and respect you guys, sure. even though you're wrong. Right. Don't start that again, Michael. I'm gonna do it every <laughs> single fucking podcast. I'm gonna mention it at least once He's every podcast. Inviting <laughs> this guy. So he keeps showing up every podcast. I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, like he lives, lives here. No, I think that's. I think that's an important thing. Oh no, one hundred percent. I absolutely I, I, agree. One hundred percent agree with you on that one. Like I, I you said it best. So I'm, I'm hey, 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 this is the drop-in podcast. This is. Drops in. All right, listeners, Trevor, Trevor Barnes. Barnes. Trevor Barnes is finally in the house. Unless you can sit like. Welcome to the party, Trevor. Welcome to the party. Yeah, that was over. 
So Trevor Barnes is saying hello to everybody. I'm going to continue by uh, saying that I believe Mayweather's going to outbox Conor McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a very, a very boring fight. Uh, I just walked in to take a piss, and I heard the word conspiracy, and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I, was saying, I was just saying that it's important for all of us to like check and like bring up and uh, we might not all disagree we might all not all agree with one another but that's what's important <laughs> that whenever you're seeking something in a group that's what you should look for you shouldn't all just agree with one another right. like, blindly right because that that's, that's crea- that creates that creates weak folk to be oh, honest. For sure. what's that uh, what's it's a dull sword like if you will yeah, uh, reinforcing the same idea over and over again well not the team mentality but there's something they call it where tribe mentality you get people the that are just mentality? reinforcing. Um, yeah, maybe it is a mom mentality. Mom, but they're just yeah. like, they reinforce the same idea. And they're like, no, yeah, you are right. You know, you're right. Oh, hey, we're both right. Let's yeah. <laughs> fucking, shit, this though. is Breaking definitely, this yeah. <laughs> we should definitely try to, you know, hurt this person or be negative in whatever fucking Absolutely. way it is. That's horrible. Yeah, it's mom is good to challenge, you know. Like, just piggyback on everyone yeah. else's yeah. shit. So, because shit. we are part of a crew, it could be very easy to say, like, I... <laughs> Cannabinoids, bro. I can't, I can't hit it like I used to, man. <laughs> I'm an old man now. We're about to be that, that new decade. We're at least 30 year old. Oh, man. Never happened before. Got the black lung, man. Um, this is actually really strong Sorry to interrupt, brother. I, just, no, like, no, no. I was trying to hold it back, too. I really was. <laughs> I had to try moving away. <clears throat> no, but that's cool. Yeah. Um... Good. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask something to Derek, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, I'm gonna ask this question, to Trevor. While you're thinking, yeah. that, um, uh, Trevor, if you can pick, uh, so if you can sum up my entire 20s in a movie, what would be the soundtrack? The one song soundtrack to that movie. Um, we can give you a second to think about it. Yeah, yeah, coolest, no, the coolest part is like we finally <laughs> we finally got Trevor on the podcast right now, and it's like Trevor's known Derek for the longest for one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two, he was around story. for for the entire the entirety uh, of the twenties. You know what I mean? Nineteen twenties. Yeah. Nineteen. He's all the, the, the name of the, the name of the uh, the name of the soundtrack is uh, Trevor. Yeah. Well, shitty joke, but whatever. Has it been said on the podcast before what? Your guys's like first role was like your guys's first uh, um, like physical altercation was you and Trevor's like our, our what do you mean like whenever wasn't it your guys's first time that you like wrestled or something like that Trevor ended like a rape choke or something like that that was one of the first times yeah that's the very first one but like well, the, uh, the, the the actual first one I actually I, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so. Uh, so okay, so I've heard, <laughs> well, I've heard it multiple times yeah, okay, so, right. because a rape choke. I know, right? Is that what it sounds like? Yeah, yes. it kind of was. No, it's kind of like no. Okay, okay. No, okay. So uh, when we actually, uh, so the first time we met, I don't know if Trevor uh, remembers this, but it was actually at our, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Devin Jones. It was at his um, his dad's uh, 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 auto shop. And um, he just gotten off of work at Mimi's. I was working at uh, at Mimi's Cafe. He was a server there. I was um, I was working at um, I was working and going to school, and I was working at Quizno Sub, and I just got off from work. And then uh, a mutual friend, Billy Blevins, introduced me to Devin Sounds Jones. Devin friend. Jones and Trevor Barnes here went to school together. 
So Trevor was hanging out with Devin at his dad's shop. Devin was staying at the shop at the time because somebody had recently broken in. So they actually had Devin staying at the shop to make sure nobody breaks in again. Okay. And then, um, so Trevor was there. He was in his uniform. And my first thought was that Trevor was a banker. I remember thinking, because he was wearing, like, nice black... He, okay, the one thing about Trevor is, like, if he dresses up, he's going to fucking iron everything. Right. Down from right. the pants, the shirt, the socks, his underwear, everything's being ironed. Fast. And Fast. then you see that fucking crevice down, you know, like, that perfect, that Fast. perfect iron Fast. line down the crease. Creases. That crease thing, I said no, crevice. You said that, crevice, that, so I started did. thinking about cracking his ass a little bit. Maybe. I'm just thinking. Whoa, bro, I wasn't going that. That's no, when so, I hear crevice. So, the crease in his pants. So, I remember he was so well-dressed and his shirt was like bright white and uh, he just taken off his tie and I, re- I just remember thinking like oh this guy must work at a bank or something like I just <laughs> thought of that right and then uh, we uh, I forget we just had a conversation whatever right and like I th- like nothing really came of that day like it was just like, we just met each other and then like that following weekend we all went to I went to a house party with Billy and uh, it was we were invited by um, Trevor and Devin so we show up to this house party and there was this table in the middle of the house party. I'm sure Trevor remembers this story. Um, and there was just a group of people, like, all around the table. Like, there was, like, seven or eight people. Trevor's in the middle of it. And as I walk in, I overhear Trevor just talking shit. Like, you ain't gonna make this, yada, yada, yada. And they're playing quarters. So they're playing quarters. And then um, every time you make a quarter, you uh, you designate a person to take a shot. Well, Trevor was a shark at quarters. I don't know if he still is. He probably still is. But he was a shark at quarters. But except... Trevor sometimes, I'm sure he would admit this too, sometimes his mouth gets the better of him and he'll, he'll talk a lot of shit and then the entire table was going against Trevor. So it was Trevor against seven other people. Trevor against seven other people and every time they would make it, yeah, right. every time they would make, uh, they, they would make the quarter in the glass, they would, they would assign Trevor the shot. So it ended up being Trevor making, making it every time and trying to fight against seven other people. I walk in, Charles, like, oh, dude, how you been? And like, I quickly, I, I analyze like, the situation. Fuck these motherfuckers. Yeah, right? <laughs> I analyze the situation, and Trevor goes, yo, man, you want to play? And like, <laughs> in, in my ear. I need a in, fucking I, ally. Yeah, in my head, I heard, yo, man, I need you to have my back on this. Like, that's what I heard. And I was just like, let's play, dude. let's do it. So next thing you know, is Trevor and myself against seven of the people during a game of quarters, like, over a game of quarters, and we end up fucking winning, dude. Like, oh, yeah. and like you can't really win, really, right? But yeah. like they all yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. The thing was, like, I remember so when we were shooting. They had a handle of Captain Morgan. You can always. So win. we were shooting spice rum. Always. And oh, again, I'm like 19 at the time, so I'm I'm like at my prime when it comes to drinking, buddy. I'm like, no I can drink all night, wake up on three hours sleep, sober as a fucking as a nun, and just ready to go. Uh, but no, I remember we uh, we played this game. Right? You can still do that, bro. You can still do that, bro. Just so you know. Yeah. Just so you know. I need four hours. Asleep, it we just sucks asleep. a lot more. Yeah, so uh, we ended up playing this game of quarters. Um, they all end up quitting. I remember uh, one of them ended up getting upset, and like, I think Trevor almost ended up fighting this dude. But, uh, <laughs> he but got like, yeah, out. so like that. That Four was losers. that was like our introduction. Trevor, I, I that remember was the Paul Malinaji of the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just shit talking, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. But yeah, dude. So we ended up. Uh, so so Trevor and myself. <laughs> Trevor and myself <laughs> end up playing uh, this game of quarters against seven other people. We. Um, you know, we end up doing fairly well for ourselves, considering it's just us two against these motherfuckers. And then after that, we went out to uh, Tacos Mexico and had some tacos that night. Hell yeah! And then, um, yeah, dude. And I think we, yeah. And then uh, ten years later, <laughs> yeah, ten years later, well, then after that, he rape choked. <laughs> yeah. So going to the rape choke thing, that was like weeks what? after we were hanging out. We were all fucked up at his mom's house. Uh, he had had, uh, he was having a house party, and this is back when I used to carry my mats in the back of my truck. So, um, anytime, I was just in jiu-jitsu, so I was, like, addicted to this fucking, this jiu-jitsu game. And I remember, um, somebody at the party mentioned jiu-jitsu or some shit, and I was like, oh, you grapple? 
And then they were saying, yeah, and I was like, I'll be right back. And I fucking went and got my mats, <laughs> laid them out in the middle of the fucking living room, dude. And then, like, I was like, let's see what you got. And then, so I'm, like, wrestling half the party. And then um, after that, everyone leaves. At this point, it's just myself, Devin, Trevor, Billy, I think, a few other people. And then um, I end up, we end up wrestling. <laughs> myself, Devin, this guy. And then I remember uh, Trevor didn't know what he was doing, so he goes for the rape choke. Like, it's just his hands around my neck. <laughs> the hardest shit is jujitsu when you don't know any moves, dude. You're like going through a bank of all the moves you know, and it's all WWF. And I'm like, oh, fuck, man. How do I get him in the Kurt Angle move? Right? How, do I, how do I Boston Crab this guy? Oh, dude, yeah. Where are the chairs? That's Trevor Barnes. I started rape choking. I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember I seeing the kill? hate in his eyes. I remember seeing, like, like looking at him, like, again, I'm, at this point, I was like maybe two months into my training, so I didn't really know much outside of a, an arm bar and a sweep. And um, my oh, my go-to move was an arm bar because that's all I knew. So I would let guys get, I would, I would put guys in my guard, and I would work from there. Sometimes it would take a really long time right. <laughs> to sink in an arm bar because I had no, I had no right. setups, I had no setups. And um, and then I remember seeing Trevor just like wrestling me down. And he goes to the rape choke, and he's just like cranking on it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember looking at his eyes, thinking, oh, "Holy me. fuck, he's gonna kill me!" <laughs> <laughs> We're drug off whiskey and beer. It's like three in the morning. <laughs> at the same time, in my head, I'm like, "How the fuck do I win this?" Shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think I have to kill him. <laughs> does he tap? Yeah. Does he tap or does he die? I don't know what happened. Yeah, dude. So then, like, um, but yeah, so that, that's how that's how that story came about. But yeah, dude. Um, and crazy. I've heard that and the rest is history. I've heard a variation of that story for the last. Oh, time. I'm just disappointed I've never heard that story before. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, man, that was so silly, man. A bunch uh, of silliness back then. Real tough. But yeah, dude. So that's uh, but our dude, ten years, brother. God damn, it's a long time. Oh. That's a lot of beer to fall on the carpet. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Like the biggest difference, he was saying it's such a big thing to go from twenty nine to thirty because it's like a different bracket. Yeah. Is that something that is real, or is, is he just imagining this? Yeah, dude. Computers can't handle it once it, that extra zero. <laughs> <laughs> Everything wiped out. I mean, is there a mental <laughs> thing that goes over. into it? Like, I'm not 21, 22, 23. I'm, I'm thirty now. Is that something else? Maybe we'll find out. You don't know. You're 25. I don't know about you. Oh, we just said that. We said you're 25. 25. I'm pretty sure. Can't wait to be 30. So good. Is that going to go? It's a mental kind of thing. It's a mental kind of thing. You'll get there. 30's kind of like when you go from 19 to 20. It's like really no difference. You're like, eh. It's like 31, 32 is when like it's just something clicks and you just change the way you think. Your perception of things changes. And, um, you decide to do things with a little more ease. Mm-hmm. Even if you're still going through like struggles, you yourself go through it with a little more ease because you've mm-hmm. been through so many at this point yeah. until you're like, me stressing doesn't help the situation. Mm-hmm. Me handling it with responsibility and I guess grace or whatever helps moving forward yeah. more than let me stress out and then move forward because now you're going to stress yourself out. Yeah, yeah. You know, you have a headache, you don't feel well, you know, it's mm-hmm. just better to do things more with ease and um, attack challenges with like focus. And poise. Yeah, and poise. I think sure. that's, why not? Yeah, instead of um, angst, mm-hmm. that kind of goes away. If you wanted to. No, yeah. You know, these things you've learned so much at this point. Yeah. And it's like, growth happens, like one day you'll just be like, fuck, I've grown. 
Like it won't, you won't feel it. You know, you're not gonna be like, oh, I'm growing every day. Because yeah. one day you'll have a situation where you'll handle something completely different than you would have handled it maybe two years ago. You know, and you'll just be like, wow, that's gross. Like I didn't realize that I'd gotten to this point. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of your thirty. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that a fellow thirty plus year old and a fellow thirty plus year old has now joined the podcast <laughs> to get a little perspective on this. Oh, wow. Do you think you can get there faster with mushrooms? <laughs> <laughs> you might mentally. Uh, <laughs> Trevor's all. Be different. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but a large amount. <laughs> only if you uh, only if you superdose. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, man. So, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. But either way, dude, I'm, I'm happy. I, I'm going to say this again. You two weren't here when I was saying it. I'm just happy with the people that are around me right now as far as um, the friends that I've made, the, um, the relationships that I've created. And um, this guy brought said it best. I think you said it as well, Josh. Um, the yeah. foundation that we've laid as far as, you know, the that. core group of friends, the people that are around me, like my work, my, my job, I mean, all that other stuff. I, I'm, I'm really happy with, with all of that. So the transition going into this fucking number uh is, is a lot easier you know it's just it's just something that i'm just kind of getting used to that's all that's just it but i'm really i love you guys man i really do like you guys are all great you know that's why I, so i called each one of you and like i you're a special boy <laughs> <laughs> like i wanted to hear your voice i was like yo dude what are you doing am i catching a bad time okay cool i didn't all right great be here on wednesday because <laughs> i want you on this podcast no man. Like, something that because like i like the whole plan behind this is that when I when I'm 39 turning 40 or when I'm 49 turning 50, so I want to be able to look 000. at this. Yeah, I want to be able to look at this episode and being like that was a transition right. for me. You know, like the uh, the podcast is growing, so that's something that I plan on. I plan on doing this for fucking however long I can do it, man. Like obviously another goal of mine is to have this create something. You know, um, uh, and or even if it's just you know, it never breaks that barrier and it just stays as something that's just listened to by my close ones. It doesn't matter. It's going to break the barrier. (laughs) Either way, man, either way, it's something that I I, want to be able to look back on and just be happy in that moment. And um, throughout this entire experience, everyone that I've been on, like while I've been sitting here throughout this this whole thing, I've been taking in every minor detail, you know, like from what you're wearing to um, what I'm, what I'm smelling, what Achilles is doing, the beer that I'm tasting, the cans, the, 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 the ensemble here of everything. Like, I'm trying to <laughs> take it all in, dude. Beers. I'm trying to remember it because, um, you know, like I said, when I'm 39 turning 40 or 49 turning 50, I want to be able to look at this and say, I remember that moment. And I remember that pure, just that joy of hanging out with you guys, man. So I'm getting all emotional, man. I'm feeling it coming. I really am, dude. Yeah, dude. 17 more years huh. of taking hits in the head, dude. You're going to be drilling. <laughs> yeah. like, oh! yeah. <laughs> Have your own restaurant. Dude, yeah. Like, all this will be just a... <laughs> yeah, dude. So you can you can go back. Dude, I want to be able to. Yeah, Eric, come back. Yeah, man. It's just one of those things, dude. I don't know. It's crazy to think like, what if the year wasn't the same amount? Like, what if they said a year? Oh, that's uh, two hundred days instead of three sixty-five. Now we're like fucking. Can they do that? Good at math, I'm a journalist. I'm pretty good at math. Mathematician, avoid math at all costs. Now you're cutting out 165 days. But imagine like if the calendar was different, where they just said, "No, it's not 365 days; it's only this many days." Now you're like fucking 40, right? 50. And then you grow up to be 180. What if we were dogs? 190. Well, no. What if we had four legs? It'd be easier to hike. Talk, I mean, like commenting uh, very briefly on what, like, kind of like piggybacking on like that, like that concept, the idea that I mean, you know, years are measured just because like that's we we de- we denoted them that because in certain parts of the world that's where you see all of the seasons. You know what I mean? Like you see 
you know, a return to a similar time of the year. Unless you're in Southern California. A return, I mean, yeah, like, if you live in Southern California, it's all, there's spring and summer. That's what you get. You know what I mean? Like, it's cooler now, it's hotter now. It's cooler again. It's cooler again. You gotta wear sweaters sometimes. Sometimes. At nighttime, you have to wear a sweater. On occasion. But, like, you know, like, whenever, you know, you're living in parts of the country where, like, people collect crops and things like that, you know, you... But, um... You know, you could just as easily say like, oh, like every half year was a year. I mean, like years are are are. It's it, yeah, it's denoted mm-hmm. just because like that's what we accept, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think that's important to note whenever you are you, talking about like guys, the way you feel and the way you can conduct yourself. I, I think that you have to always remember that just because this number has approached you, mm-hmm. like the number doesn't mean anything. What you, what you what you do with this time. Is all that matters. I mean, like, so, no, like whether if you are chasing down and trying to achieve goals, whether you're, whether you're 30, 21, 19, 17, 55, 83, mm-hmm. like if you're chasing down a goal or an objective, I mean, that's what always matters, right? Yeah. Touche. As opposed to, yeah, I get uh, you. On a random high thought, uh, <laughs> first of all, not to be counter to that, but I, I've had this random high thought for a couple of weeks now, which is what is really more important, time or numbers? And if you really think about it, that's an earthquake. If you no, really... Somebody's pushing something. But, but think about this. What is really more important in the grand scheme of the world? Like, you know how some people are like, oh, the, this world revolves around the sun. Uh, now in this, in this current state of time, people are like, oh, time is the ultimate factor. Like, everybody's talking about, like, what's the ultimate factor, this and that. I would argue that numbers are the governing force of this world. Uh, because it, and it, and I, I I open this is a really high thought, okay. but like what is more I important to you guys, time or numbers? Because without numbers, there really is no fucking meaning to time. You think about it. <clears throat> Even if you use both of them, if you count how many hours you've been alive since when you were born, then it turns into like fucking hundreds of thousands. Time, to me, time has no rev- relevance at all without numbers. So like, so what comes like first? Numbers to measure it. Is that why? Think about this. What is time? What is time? But if not a, a unit of measurement, and we use numbers to to measure that to measure that, without numbers to give people like us a fucking something to to actually correlate to that what we're talking about, it's like. Like, what is really the important thing there? Is time, like, the, the is time the important thing, or is, is numbers the important thing? The, the intro, introduction to math and... Uh, numbers, numbers is the label to which we have given everything, because, like, you can measure, you can measure, you can measure the amount of space that's within a room, but the room, the room exists, you know what I mean? Like, you can measure the space, like, how much carpet you require to fill the room, Time is the same way. Time is an ever-flowing thing. Like, as events occur, that's what that's what time is. Events occur in a sequential order. That's what time is. So, to me, so what we do is we say, oh, be at an appointment at 3. That's what... That's the number... numbers that well, come first before the clock. Well, that's the thing is, like, so time has been... Right. Like, we all can, can admit <laughs> that what we label as time is, like, existence or, like... The ability to events perceive things forward. exactly yeah. events moving forward, which to me is one of the most important things. Like it's a foundation of the world, but it's like numbers is a manufactured thing that we have, as humans have created. But it's like to us, is that not more important than time itself? Because like, what's more important to us as humans is it not to understand what time is and to understand what time is is to give it a unit of measurement. 
It's which is why numbers to me <laughs> is ahead. more important. I'm sorry if we're getting real no, fucking high and drunk and everything, but it's like it's, it's kind of like it's like a, a, very, it's uh, like what, what comes first, the, the chicken or the egg, or can you put the the cart before the horse? Like to me, numbers gives time meaning. So it's like, what is more important, time itself, or what gives it meaning? And that's a fucking really high drunk thought. But you know, I dig it. And, and just to, to literally like piggyback off of that, and the conversation we were having earlier about the song that represents your life thus far, mm-hmm. and there's one song I can think of in my life thus far that I feel like Got represents it. my life thus far, and that song is called Time by Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys ever know that, I've ever heard that song, but it really represents, you know, you're talking about the numbers side of it and how the attachment to time and numbers is so relevant, but also as an abstract idea what time is. Like uh, that song is just gets so deep, and the first time I heard that song, I was re- I was I was on drugs, but I have to I have to I have to preface that, but it, it's carried meaning throughout my life since then over the last like several uh, two or three years, and to really think about like when you're running and run running and running to catch up with the sun, but it's always sinking is one of the lines in the song. And it's like, you know, no matter what, like if you're trying to, you know, focus on your goals in the future and always trying to reach for that sunset and always trying to get there. But if you're always trying to chase it, if you think of yourself running around the globe, you're just going to be continuously chasing it over and over and over again. And I really highly recommend you guys listen to that song. It's just a beautiful song. But uh, it really describes it really well as far as I've felt thus far. I'm only 28. (laughs) But... Yeah. You old too. Yeah. No, hey, I, I, a 15 year old's like. I'm only Gonna listen to Grandpa on his talk radio show. The thing is, is though, that, that you know, anybody that's 15 to 22 will be like, oh, it's good. you know what I mean? That's how I thought of it when I was a kid. But, but I think I was a little more open minded. How young I am, so I'm like, fuck you. I may as well say it the way you were thinking it. You know what I mean? The thing is, is, I didn't want to be disrespected as a youngster, but I also didn't didn't like discredit the older people as being any different. Like, I never sort of like differentiated like if you're 45 50 years old or whatever it was like i've been to you know house parties next door neighbor parties when i was growing up and i would i would go to the oldest person in the room because i felt like well shit they probably got the most advice to give and uh yeah i, I don't know when i i've never really been like okay so you you see an adult and you're just like okay so you're fucking definitely different than me no we're all we all have the same sort of like spirit or soul we're all just trying to figure it out it's all like we're all, on our we're all just on we're all just at different time spans of the journey like we're all fucking kids we were all teenagers we were all adults we all you know what i mean like we all progress through the same thing so it's like to be like oh you're fucking different because you're 55 or you're 60 i didn't see it that way i saw myself as being like i'm gonna be you like we are the same thing so why not try to ask you questions because you have a shit ton of experience well how about the philosophy that we are all the same person just reliving life over and over again through a different person to see all the perspectives that you can in the world like i was recently I totally that idea, and i'm like oh my god why didn't i think of that sooner like you really think about that if i am you just living life a little bit differently and you have to continually continuously live everybody's life in the entire world before you can kind of 
I mean, I think the idea that I originally heard so was generally you like graduate the, the, once you've lived everybody's lives. The concept of that would be like graduate like to a god. Seven, seven oh, billion, yeah. seven billion that's lifetimes. That's when you become a god. Back to this. Mm. Like, yeah, exactly. So like, it's like almost like not like a, a goal, accomplishing a goal necessarily, because we are always growing and changing. But that is a part of you know. And then the, even you think of like popular culture, like Men in Black. At the end of Men in Black, I know it's weird as fuck. Whatever. You <laughs> They talk about universes and, you know, whatever, and at the very end, like, they roll this little marble around that is our universe, universe. and it's a greater being, like, to imagine, like, that kind of, like, growth or graduation, that you have the capability to be able to do that, I mean, then 30 is a great fucking milestone to be reaching, man, that's fucking dope, you know, you're on your way. And also to to think, though, that you're a 30-year-old organism in a vast system that is, like, that complex, like, if you... If you just think about the complexity of the human body and that how young that is compared to the universe. Right. And it's like there's millions of complexities in ourselves compared to this universe. And it's like it, you want to start getting abstract in terms of numbers and shit like that. It's like a million times 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 a million in terms of like infinite possibilities of what's out there in the world. So it's, yeah, turning 30 on this earth in this specific time frame is not i don't think i don't think you should worry I about think it it's as unique as it comes for fucking sure like this has never happened yeah. before like yeah. dude like, i think daniel cormier yeah. started his tear in the ufc when he was 30 like really? when he was fucking oh, yeah. yeah he fucked everybody up except john jones i mean that was a crazy fight too man yeah was so bad I was listening to him. He still he still hasn't even watched the fight yet. Dude, he said he he said he plans on rematching Jones again down the road. Yeah, he's like I haven't even watched the fight yet. He's just like he's uh he said he was winning up until that. His coaches are telling him. I I actually agree. The first two rounds, I think, went to DC. Sorry, I I think I can do that. I'm sure you listened. You haven't watched the fight though. I watched all. Oh, okay. It was great. You haven't seen the fight, everybody. Go watch it. (laughs) Spoiler alert: Is it too late to say that? <laughs> damn. Is he gets knocked out. <laughs> you're, you're funny. Right, go. Yeah, go. Oh, yeah. damn. For sure. No, you don't. Um, well, you don't have to. I mean, well, I speaking of time, well, all right, last, last question. Last question. Back in time. Last question. Uh, and you could give advice to 20 year old Derek. One piece of advice. And assuming he would listen. Okay. What would you tell? I <laughs> <laughs> walk out. In, in, in <laughs> 90 seconds. I feel so much better. 90 seconds. Derek. Nice. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll tell him about what, what 30's like. What 30's like? Or, What's uh, the next 10 years been like? Oh, like, 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 uh, um, like bet on Holly Holmes versus yeah, right. <laughs> like something like that. Like Biff from Back to the Future. He's yeah, like, I've got a book to give you and this is what you should do. Sports almanac. Life lesson, I would say. You can give him one line. Um, don't smoke crack. No, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, not that Derek say, smokes crack. I'm sorry, it's a bad example. I think the biggest difference between myself now and then, and with so the the advice I would say is, um, uh, don't stress so much. Um, I, I, I then I would let that consume me, and that's something that you brought up earlier. It's something you brought up earlier. We're like, you know, you're 30. You kind of like you can you can kind of separate the emotion behind that and analyze it in mm-hmm. a, in a, as a strategist as opposed to somebody that's just reacting on emotion. Right. That's something that I didn't do then. So that's something that I would tell myself. Like, yo, just don't don't stress so much. Like 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 work on the issue. <coughs> don't ignore it. And uh, and just whatever you do, don't let it consume you. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes I would I would definitely let that happen. And so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. That's a good nice. lesson. That was great. Yeah. 
You motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, motherfuckers. Don't let it consume you. <laughs> it's all good. Everything will work out. You just have to you just have to work towards it. You have to fix don't, it. Don't fix stress it. about what you can't control. Yeah, right. just just fix it. Just do it. And um like you know, yeah, like like Nike, just do it. Just fucking, <laughs> just do it, man. Just don't don't let it don't let it get you, you know? Slogan. But yeah. Yeah, so I think we should be wrapping it up because my boy JD here has to get going, and I think we've done two hours, and I, that's it's more than enough. And um, yeah, once great. again, man, before you go about, I'm gonna make it quick as I can. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming out. Trevor drove out from Bakersfield to appreciate that, yeah, man. Buddy, thank God. Um, yeah. Crystal, Johnny, Matt, fucking JD, Mike, Achilles, wherever you're at, Jedi oh, outside. Um, um, I'm always gonna look back at this on uh, this podcast. This is definitely something that um, I feel like, aside from the listeners and aside from everything else. It's been more for uh, for me, you know, like like well, this is something that I, even if I, even if I don't see you guys for a long time. No, oh, dude! No, 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 no. Yeah, thank you for coming out, guys. Appreciate it. All right. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, bro! Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Happy birthday.